Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Wednesday night. That means it's time for another episode of Craft Brute Sports. We've got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, this week we are rating our beers on the dick pick scale. So the fellas are going to pick a dick and we are going to rate our beers on the dick pick scale. Uh, this week Scott is drinking money from Barrier Brewing Company in Oceanside, New York. 7.3% ABV beer, 3.94 caps on untapped. Scott, pick a dick. How's it rate? You asshole set me up, didn't you? <laughs> I had no idea he was doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. We were supposed to be doing it off of Famous Dicks, which also doesn't sound yes. correct. But Pick a I, dick. I, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking money by uh, Oceanside. I, I already introed it. I know you weren't paying oh, okay, attention, cool. but you were you just turned me off dicks. with this shit. Uh, and it, this is Dick Van Dyke. Good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, uh, Drew was drinking Blinded by Science oh from Trophy Brewing Company in Raleigh, North Carolina. 6.9% ABV beer, 3.82 caps on untapped. Drew, pick a dick. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot wait to pick a dick. This I've been looking forward to this all day. Uh, it's good. It's all right. I, I would like something a little, a little more full-bodied, something a little more to it, some depth. Some um, full-bodied dick. But, yeah, so in, in honor of that, uh, my dick I'm picking tonight is going to be uh, Dick Cheney just after he finally got out of office and got to exhale for the first time in years. All right, weird pick. That's a very specific pick. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to throw in the whole, like, based on current events today and, you know, what's in the news, I'm going to pick Dick Cheney once he got out of office and could finally breathe. And it still wouldn't have made sense. Yep, still a weird pick. Uh, (laughs) This week... I was all ready to pick Dick Clark on, you know, New Year's Eve bash and then Mike switched it up last second on me. I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, uh, Tonight I'm drinking oatmeal milk stout from Finkel and Garf Brewing Company in Boulder, Colorado. 5.5% ABV beer, 3.82 caps on untapped. I would, uh, if I'm picking a dick, I'm going Dick Buttkiss uh, because that's one of my favorite dick names ever. Dick Buttkiss. Uh, (laughs) Hell of a player, too. Chime in below. Let us know what you're drinking. Start the show. Let us know what you're drinking and rate it. Just pick a dick and tell us how your beer <laughs> stacks up. It'll be all downhill from here. This is our high water mark. I was just going to say, welcome, belly up. All new editions. <laughs> yeah, Craft right, Sports starting up right now. It is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. It is Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling today, man? Man, happy worst end to the worst four years in American history day to you, Mike. <laughs> Cheers to you, man. It's, it's feeling a, great. Uh, feeling good. Yes. Uh, very good day indeed. Uh, Drew also hanging out. Mookie, Mookie, how you feeling today, man? 
I, I don't know, because now I feel a little attacked and triggered by Scott, because in this four years, I, I got in a serious relationship, engaged, and married my beautiful wife. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary. We are officially an old married couple and hate each other already, so I'm feeling good, <laughs> feeling great, so excited to be here, boys. Uh, great, uh, great to hear from you, Mooka. And yes, you have had a solid four years. Uh, of course you did. Uh, the rest of the world's burning, but hey, you know, whatever. But, but good White for you, privilege, man. baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, we got some good stories coming up in Upper Deck. Uh, we got Scott going to do that hockey a little bit later on tonight. Uh, we are also going to let Mookie take the wheel. Everybody's favorite thing lately is when Mookie just takes over the show and does his own thing, so we're going to give Mookie the wheel. We're also going to do a new segment. This is some bullshit. We'll get to that here in a little bit and tell you some bullshit stories going around the sports news, uh, sports world this week. Before we get to all that, though, uh, let's, uh, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. Who wants to do the ad read first, fellas? I say let's go Scott. Scott, why don't you tell everybody about Boss Man Brands? Not a problem, Mike. Let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Boss Man Brands. Well, hey, whether you're rocking that crazy quarantine beard, a tight five o'clock shadow, or that baby face, our friends at Boss Man Brand can help you out. From supplements to help. What the? You son of a. Mo- <laughs> Is Drew messing with the dog? Not during an ad read, uh, Drew. What are you doing? Dude, it's like the first time every time with this dude. From supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners, Boss Man Brands, four-step process will get your beard looking its best. And even if you don't rock a beard like Mike, they have razors and lotions to make sure your shave is smooth. Head over to craftrootsports.com slash beard and use the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order and punch Mookie in the dick while (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I saw you moving around, but I didn't expect you to do that. Well, so I was going to highlight it because I was like, all right, make sure you don't read the one Scott already read. And then I got to the colors and I'm like, I wonder if I can black this out so you don't even see it because Scott doesn't read this. He has his own little copy off in his own world. And then because of the delay after I did that, there was that slight pause. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Also, during an ad read, bro, during an ad read. Appreciate you. Uh, good uh, lord. Just, uh, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I'd say uh, I'm trying to make it memorable, but. Yeah, it made it memorable. Right all right. I'm sure it. Boss Man Brands appreciates it. Good work, Mookie. Boss Man Brands. Uh, Mookie, while you're on camera, why don't you go ahead and give us your story for on deck? Um, but Cam's not here yet. <laughs> Cam won't be on tonight. Where have you been today? Oh, shit. So I. Oh, so I'm supposed to have oh my, my own story. God. All right, let's go to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh my oh, god! Chill out, chill Check out. I'm, I'm just, I'm just joshing with you boys. Here. All right, so go it's, get you some. It's something. been a hell of a week. There's been a lot of stuff going on in the news. A lot of great stories, but I, I think one that flew a little bit under the radar is an update on a story that uh, I did. I think it was over the course of this summer. Um, those loyal listener listeners of ours will know I'm talking about the NBA Jam story that came out where uh, one of the programmers actually put code in that would prevent uh, the Bulls from beating his Pistons on a last second shot. Well, we've got yet another update to the always relevant and exciting NBA Jam franchise when there's been rumors swirling around on the internet about something coming up soon that I think we would all appreciate and frankly we deserve. Uh, and no, the I'm not end of talking... DH in baseball. Well, that that would uh, that would be in MLB 
hits or what do they call that? Ah, whatever. Who cares? It's baseball. Um, unless they're calling it dinger slingers, it doesn't matter. But there is a rumor on the internet that NBA Jam is coming out with a documentary uh, on kind of the making and then what the game itself did to gaming culture and basketball culture across the world. Uh, kind of 30 for 30 style where they're going to have people sitting down for interviews, but then they're going to have like narrated portions apparently that are going to break down the game, show examples and stuff like that. So super excited. Keep watching for more updates when we get what we really deserve heading into this summer with all these other films being delayed and stuff. A NBA Jam documentary is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. So just hang tight. They got to wait until I whoop your ass so that can cap off the documentary. <laughs> now, when are you guys going to play that? Oh, man, uh, we just have to put in the effort and remember. Like now? Like, yeah, like what's going on there? How come you guys refuse to do... Uh, Tell Drew to get on his PS5 game. Yeah, because I have that. <laughs> well, then go get one. It's not that hard. It's not that dude. Right, yeah. I'll get right on it. Besides, man, you know I ain't got no PlayStation here. I got GameCube. <laughs> wow. GameCast. Son of a bitch. This is not my name. Oh my god, it's even older. You went yeah. GameCast? How do you still have a functioning GameCast? No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to something. The, the Malibu's Most Wanted quote where he goes, I got GameCast. And, and Jamie Kennedy goes, well, there's GameCube and Dreamcast. He's like, fool, I said I got GameCast. Oh, so you're trying to make a movie quote that, like, no. A okay, reference cool. that none of us picked up on. Yeah, not a single well, one of us. It might help if I got it right the first time. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Drew. Thanks for coming. Unfortunately, I'll be here all night. So who wants to take this dumpster fire from me and steer us I, back on course? God, I'm so terrified of Mookie taking the wheel later. I am so afraid of that segment. Uh, I'll go next on, on Upper yeah, Deck here. Uh, there is a guy that is uh, making his rounds. He's going a little viral this week because he went. He underwent some plastic surgery. Now, there's a story recently that talked about just how much money a guy who's 5'8 has to make in order to seem as attractive as somebody that's over six feet tall. Uh, this guy took that to the next level. This guy is 5'11". He's a man from Texas. And he had a uh, an experience. I don't want to say experimental because the surgeon's been doing it for a while. Uh, but he had a surgery that uh, lengthened his legs by two inches so that he is now six feet, one inches tall. Uh, this Where is do I sign up? <laughs> I was going to say, this is Scott's surgery. But this guy's 28 years old. He's from Dallas. He always wanted to be taller because he his favorite athletes are all basketball players who are taller. He associates it with leaders and uh, power and, and all this crazy stuff. So he underwent the surgery where they cut into your femur and they put a little uh, implant in there. And then there's a remote control that you use to increase the length one millimeter every day. <laughs> and now he what? has. Yes. And now he's got uh, uh, now he's six one. He's essentially oh increased God. his height by two inches. The surgery, if you're wondering how much that costs... Don't uh, care. <laughs> well, Scott, here's how much you're going to have to start saving up. 70, no, this is how much the American people are going to have to save up. Go ahead. $75,000 for the femur lengthening procedure, uh, which Holy is what crap, he had you done. You guys got to pay a lot to get this done for me. <laughs> and then, does, 
Does that include taking it out? Uh, No, that does not. Uh, So it goes up to 84,000 for the tibia lengthening surgery. Uh, And then some patients can have add-ons, which I don't know what those could be at that point. Like, I don't know if it's like, by the way, doc, can't have this little dick with these big old legs. So can you down there too? (laughs) That could take the price up to 94,000. So that'd be worth it though. Yeah. I mean, at that that. point I'd I'd be kind of cool with that, but then, well, then the only problem is, whoops, I went five millimeters today. Well, I guess I got to hold off on it for a few days. Well, they uh, so the problem is then uh, after uh, so much time, you have to go back in and have these nails removed from your legs to like essentially take out this machine. Uh, so that's another fourteen to twenty thousand dollars. So the total cost of the limb lengthening is anywhere from eighty nine thousand to one hundred and fourteen thousand. Guys, I gotta know how much would you pay for two inches? Yes. <laughs> Where? I said what I said. I said what yeah, I yeah. said. How much did yeah. you pay for two inches, Drew? Yeah, and, and and funny enough, we were both answering the question that you posed to each of us individually. <laughs> yeah, me cause... for my height and Drew for you know. I'm at six one, so I'm good. Like I'm covered so, there. I feel like that worked out exactly how it was supposed to. Only Drew missed it. Yeah, I know what I did. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm terrified that we live in a country where people are extending their femurs so that they could be two inches taller. Like, do you know what I'm terrified of? Because what I didn't hear is that Jimmy Johnson was the spokesman for this. And if there's something that extends and Jimmy Johnson isn't the spokesman for it, then what the hell are we even doing anymore? Mm -hmm. That's a fair point. That's a fair point, Scott. Um, I am curious. I got beer in my nose. God damn it, (laughs) that shit. <laughs> oh, that killed me. Beer right in the nose. Yes. Oh, yes. Good lord. Well, it's all downhill for me. For yeah, me there's here. there's no coming back. Drew, you asked how much it hurt. The guy said it was actually minimal pain. He was actually up and walking the day after his surgery, uh, and then he said at the at the height of his pain, I, it was like a four out of ten, which is insane to me because. God. I can't imagine undergoing a surgery. It's supposedly very minor. It's not a very crazy surgery. It's like minor cuts, like four cuts into your leg where they implant this device and then the screws and you're done. I just, Unreal, I, man. Ugh. Unreal. I go, no. I, I'm out. <laughs> so out. Well, I'm still in. <laughs> Like, I mean, this well, is Scott, all, like, we can still listen, get together. All I gotta uh, say, go f- Scott, can we get together a goop group GoFundMe? A goop, uh, like, a goop gro- You gonna yes. sell some goop to we'll get the, s- the GoFundMe going? We'll do some. Yeah, ex- I'm gonna sell koofies to get my goop. How about that? Heyo, <laughs> Scott, <laughs> this dude did it. He, he paid like all this money to grow two inches. So would you seriously pay a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars to put up to to get up to five three? You son of a bitch, <laughs> like. I mean, I expect that out of Drew, but that, wow. Okay, cool. I mean, because you know Mike be towering over people. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how super tall Mike was. And he can make all of short jokes. <laughs> I can't since I'm taller than you. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Matt with a great point in the comments, though. Think of the money saved by not having to buy stepladders for stuff. <laughs> so you'd be making your money back eventually, right? If I ever spent $114,000 over the course of my life on stepladders. Hey, they're not cheap, Lord. man. They're not cheap. Dude, I thought you were about to say if I ever spent $114,000 on a medical procedure and I was going to come back with, I if I spent $114,000 on my kid, I'm going to be pissed. 
Somebody, we need to we need to do a wellness check on Matt. His finger has gotten stuck on the caps button with his comments, and we need to do a wellness check on him. I think there's no, nah, he just he may, have, he may have had a stroke. Real, real respect's real on that one. That's what that. No, no, I think he about. may have had a stroke. That's the second all caps comment I've seen on this. And can somebody check on Matt Barr, please? I think he's just excited to be back. I don't think I remember seeing him last week. So that's he was here last is. week, but you just weren't paying attention. So, <laughs> well, you know, there's that too. By the way, if we get to 100 comments, me and Mookie. Do a beer bong, uh, Kong beer bong. Yes. So, yeah, they'll do one because I still haven't picked. Them still up. haven't picked it up. I Dude, really Scott, want. You got to get after these, man. These things are awesome. Dude, they're like legit, well, bro. It's not that I don't want it. It's just that's a long. Drive. I was gonna say I'll, I'll tell my story at that sponsor read, and you guys can cut me off mid sentence or something. Like, you know, make it. <laughs> no, because I'm not trying to screw the show. You know, <laughs> is it uh, screwing the show if you don't do it on purpose? <laughs> yeah, but I guess being dumb, I can't hold it against Scott. You. Yeah, exactly. What do you got for upper deck this week? Oh man, I got that MJ love. So everybody, uh, turn down your uh, turn turn the music down and uh, pay attention because we gotta we gotta talk about the the greatest of all time here. So you Michael Jordan, smooth jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn on the R and B. So Michael Jordan is competitive, right? Yeah, well, we all know that. It's, yeah, no, right? Crazy. Uh, so this story goes with Star of Blackish Anthony Anderson, who once got into it with MJ over dominoes. So the two of them meet at a, a photo shoot uh, somewhere that, where it doesn't matter. Uh, Anthony Anderson has a, a jump man set of dominoes and it catches MJ's eye. And of course, you know, Anthony Anderson gets to talking and he tells him, you know, they call me the Michael Jordan of dominoes. Now, you ain't going to tell Michael Jordan that you are the him of something else. So, of course, Michael takes that personally, shocker, and they end up playing dominoes. Long story short on that part. Anthony Anderson womps his ass. And Michael Jordan was so pissed that he did not talk to him through the rest of this promotional weekend. Like they spent three more days on this photo shoot and Michael Jordan refused to speak to Anthony Anderson. They're great friends. Uh, you know, after the weekend ended, like today, they're great friends. But at the time, MJ threw a little pity party and was super mad that Anthony Anderson whomped his ass. You have to. And there was all the shit talking. I was going to say, you have to get into some of that shit talking that Anthony Anderson told. He spilled this story on, uh, I think it was on Conan's podcast. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah, mentioned this on Conan. Was. So you got to go into tell the people what he said when he beat Michael Jordan, because it was the most epic set of shit talking I have ever heard in my life. And I have such new respect. I've always liked Anthony Anderson. I liked him back when he was in The Departed. uh, But man, dude, unreal. Okay. Well, wait, did you want me to go ahead and read this? Yes, I I did. I was vamping to make make sure you found it. Right. No, no, no. I had it. Uh, So Anderson tells the story that... He, he st- First of all, he told Jordan that it was going to be the hardest 25 points he's ever had to score in his life, <laughs> which, I mean, coming out of the gates, that's, that's, that's insane. <laughs> so he says, I commenced to whip his ass in dominoes. He doesn't score another point. I'm talking so much trash that before I, uh, before I domino, I say, oh, my God, I wish me and my wife could go upstairs and make another baby right now because we would name him or her MJ just so we could relive this moment right now. And when my baby got older, she would say, Daddy, why did you name me MJ? And that's when I'd relive the moment when I just whipped your ass domino motherfucker. End quote. Dude, it's... 
I, like how Such many people gold. in their entire lives can say they gave it to Jordan in anything? Like I mean anything. There's I mean that was one section in the damn uh, Save the Last <laughs> Dance was fucking uh, the, the fact that anybody could beat if anybody could beat Jordan it was like the end of the world. So the fact that Anthony Anderson beat him at Domino's and get to talk all that shit just before he hit the walk off fucking incredible. <laughs> I love fucking too, that incredible. then later on that trip Jordan gave him 10 strokes on the golf course and Anthony Anderson beat him there too. What? Yes. Golf? Yes. Oh, that's that, that's mean, burying had, the lead. He had 10 strokes. He had 10 strokes. So it's not, I mean, it was, you know. It's, yeah, like he gave him a handicap, handicap, but still. That's a huge handicap. So, but I, yeah. No, right? I, look, I'm not an idiot. I know how that works in golf, Mike. Okay. Like, I understand <laughs> that. But like, you know, MJ is over there asking, hey, man, what club are you going to use here? You know, he's pulling out your <laughs> tricks on the golf course. And, hey, man, <laughs> hey, man like, look, look, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, look, like, I respect it. Game look. respect game. But like, isn't Jordan like a scratch golfer or like a two handicap? Uh, he's really good. Also, Matt Bar, right. Matt Bar wants to know, Scott, did you call it save the last dance? Is that I did. <laughs> That's how, that's how about I view it. it. It's a romantic yeah. comedy for me, baby. It's that's got right. MJ. It's got laughs. Me laughing at all of his Gary Payton stuff. Like it's a rom com for me. Twinkle Fox for me. Nice. I gotta tell you though, this is actually one where where I'm gonna let MJ off the hook a little bit. Like I don't fault him for just icing uh, Anthony out the rest of the weekend because knowing that dude in in the shows and the and the amazing almost Oscar award-winning films he's in. Malibu's most wanted. Um, I cannot imagine Anthony just laying into MJ through this because I'm assuming they didn't just play one game, right? So he probably just got after Michael hard the whole time. And with how petty Michael is on other stuff, like, yeah, I I feel like this might have been a little deserved. Uh, yeah. well, well, I mean, plus, you know that MJ is one of them dudes who ain't letting you quit until he beats you. So, like, if you beat him and you're talking shit, like, I mean, he might have to beat you twice. You can be there all damn yeah. night just because <laughs> yeah. you you proved a point early in the evening. Didn't MJ tell him, like, before they started to, like, he told his girl to go get all the money out because yes. <laughs> he told his wife to go get all the money that she could out of the account because he he wasn't going to be able to afford to take care of them anymore more after the after he beat him at dominoes like he was talking all the shit before the game and anthony anderson ended up on the winning end oh. and with, the, with the slam dunk on jordan i mean that is the dominoes no that's perfect i'm so like i would have loved to just been there for this like just oh, standing, just so standing in the background would have been amazing to listen to Oh my uh, God! Speaking of petty, I think at the time he works out here, they uh, they just showed the Nets coming on the court to play the Cavs in Cleveland tonight, and Kyrie just walks on the court, ring finger up like this, pointing to the crowd that's there, just reminding him, "I won y'all a ring. Uh, you know what's up." Uh, yeah, but. Kyrie. Kyrie won that ring. Uh, is the way that the crowd can show to him that the earth is round, like just doing like a round motion, like that's the way the crowd gets back at him. It's like, hey, dummy. Yeah, you would, you would think so. I mean, but see, but see, he, he can't even be affected by that because he, you know, dusted the sage all around the court beforehand, you know. 
Uh, I mean, uh, we'll talk Kyrie here in a minute. I got some. Well, I got some stuff for you guys here about Kyrie in uh, in this next segment coming up. This has been Upper Deck, brought to you by Bossman Brands. Again, use the code Sports at BossmanBrand.com. Get fifteen percent off your entire order. Sell out. Uh, all right, fellas. Uh, this next segment that we are going to do this uh, this is one that there's there's been a lot of stories that have come out this this week that I'm questioning their legitimacy. I just feel like. There's a lot of shit going on, and I'm not happy about it, and I feel like we need to talk this through. So this segment uh, is called... Man, this is some bullshit! Boo this man! You got to hit one more time. You got to hit it. Again. Oh, it'll it'll be hit quite a bit throughout this segment. Oh, okay, Don't you worry okay. about that, Drew. Uh, so our first bullshit story of the week. This one is Adam Silver, who said uh, he he came out and was talking about NBA players getting the COVID nineteen vaccine. And he said that he wants to vaccinate the players as a PSA to let people know that hey, this vaccine is safe. Like, let's just go ahead. Let's let the players get it, and they can be spokespeople to show the the people that it's okay to get it. And he, he referenced that African-American communities are hit harder by the this COVID uh, epidemic than other uh, communities. And we want to show, based on previous history of vaccines in the United States, and let them know that it's okay, that we can, we can do this. And look, even the NBA players are doing this. Uh, fellas, this feels like complete and utter bullshit. Uh, and not necessarily that he wants to, I, th- I think there may be some truth to that, that he does want to use it as a PSA, but let's not bullshit what the real reason is. Adam Silver wants these guys to get the vaccine so that he doesn't have to fuck up his schedule anymore. Like there are games dropping constantly. Schedules get moved around. Players are like, uh, cat is out in Milwaukee. He's got COVID-19 after his family had it. Like everybody in his family got it. He had his mom passed away from it. I think Milwaukee. Like, I thought he played for Minnesota. Did I? Uh, I it's basically it's all the same. Whatever. Up there. It's yeah, the northern part of the United States. <laughs> so whatever. Somewhere hey, Mike, up there. Do that, do that NBA. Do that geography. That's yeah, what I was say, do that American geography. You mean? Do that third grade. I was rolling, man. I was on a roll there. Will you shut up? I can't God stand you. Up. Not me. I know. Time. I was trying to uh, get back in the headspace here. I Anyways. wasn't sure for a second. I was like Milwaukee. No, that's Greek freak. The cat's not there. No, he's not. He's- <laughs> Anyways, this is a bullshit reason. Like, I don't like, I don't like, the oh. f- I don't like the fact that uh, I don't even want to know what the comments say. I'm not even looking at the comments right now. I, I don't know even. if I can read it. Uh, yeah, then don't uh, practice, <laughs> practice some self control, Drew. You got practice self control. Uh, I I just feel like this is a bullshit reason. Like he's playing this up that we're gonna do this as a PSA, but really it all comes down to the cheddar and the fact that he's like trying to lobby it feels like he's lobbying a little bit to be like no no no, give us some of this vaccine it'll help other people get vaccinated if you just give it to us first so that we can use it we'll we're like our your instagram instagram influencers like we'll do this and we'll get other people to take it it's bullshit do you guys think this is bullshit or am i looking too far into this Nah, it's absolute bullshit. All right, it's all about the money. Feel better. <laughs> he absolutely like, yeah, no, I mean, it would be a good PSA. Like there's that on the one hand. He's not lying about, oh, hey, this would help see, you know, people, even if it's just a handful of people that are like, oh, my favorite NBA star is doing it. You know, I'll do it. Yeah, that's great. But the real reason is they're sick of moving the schedule around. They don't want to have any shorter of a season after last year decimated all the, the leagues with, you know, how much money they made. So it's just money. They just want to make sure that, hey, if we can get all of our employees uh, vaccinated, then 
fuck the rest of the general population they can still watch us on tv like as long as we're playing these games i mean literally adam silver is like let's do that nba for the love of god please <laughs> drew are you gonna go unanimous on us on this one here is this bullshit ah maybe maybe not oh! i don't know because i i feel <laughs> like i'm unanimous in that i completely agree with you guys but that's why to me this isn't bullshit because it's like yeah man we all know what's up like College athletes get paid. We know we need to keep playing college football to fund universities. Like, we'll say whatever the fuck we need to say to make it sound all right. But we all know what's going on. Like, yeah, the reasoning is kind of bullshit. And if it does have that effect, great. But we all know what the reality is. They're tired of having to update that fucking Excel sheet every day to figure out where they can move a game (laughs) and not have to pay fees or whatever. Like, I get it. But, eh, you know. Yeah, but I just don't understand why they just didn't go back to the bubble. Like they could have had pretty much. I know that they would have had to vote on it, and the players probably aren't going to agree to it for a whole season. Yada yada yada. But still, man, I I would have just done it. Like if they wanted to have a full season uninhibited, they should have just went on ahead and did it. Or done a couple bubbles, divisional bubbles. I don't know. I I get your point. Something. Yeah. I mean, if they were that worried about it, just do you really think they could keep paying for all those Magic Mountain tickets for the entire league? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the least of the concern. <laughs> yeah, that definitely wasn't what was running up the charges uh, in the bubble. There. Yeah, sorry, guys, we're gonna have to shut down the free park entry. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of a guys, nice perk, though. Guys, listen, we're we're spending way too much on the fast passes. Okay, the park isn't even open. You don't need to do it. Relax right. on the fast passes. They're like, I gotta get to Space Mountain, man. <laughs> like you're the only one in the park. <laughs> so dumb question. Have you guys been to Disney? Yeah. Back in the day. No. I was young. No, man, I'm colored. We, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like we, we don't uh, kids? No, no. I plan to take my kids, but as a kid, no, no, no. I've never, I've say, never yeah. been to Disney more. Now, to be fair, I did have the choice when I uh, we we did because uh, I have family in California. We did the family trips out to California. Uh, when I was in sixth grade, my parents gave my brother and I the choice of Disneyland or Universal Studios. And I'm Ooh. like, Disneyland? No, 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 no. I want Disney World or nothing. So Universal Studios it is. And I stand by my decision. Like, I was going to say, I didn't yeah. want to go to Disneyland. Like, if it had been Disney World or Universal Studios, Disney World all the way. But I loved Universal Studios. It was amazing. But what's I did difference? have the choice and turned down Disneyland. Wait, what's the all difference right, we- between Disneyland and Disney World? Like, honest question. I know one's in California one's in florida but like uh, what's the like, difference between the two like qui- the quadruple the size oh really well, is that small in disneyland yeah like there's like three or four disneylands could fit in disney world i'm pretty sure wow like, or at least two of them did not know that <laughs> so scott i agree with your premise back in the day but let me ask you this where's the harry potter thing uh, that's at Universal Studios Florida. That's a different. Oh, uh, perfect! And both yeah, of them yeah. are still. Uh, you know, that's still an option for me. Then I could go to Disney World or Disneyland because fuck Harry Potterville. Uh-uh. Disney? Did you just say Disney? Disney? Yeah, I, try, I tried to power through what? it. That feels like something that Disney's gonna coin. Like, what's the Disney? That's the right. Disney's, Here on guys? Disney, we got the Disney. I'm gonna file a trademark on that shit real quick. <laughs> 
Yep. Also, yes, I'd like to. Fu- uh, I'd like to uh, get a trademark for my flub up on my podcast. <laughs> That's right. Calling uh, dibs. Ryan and uh, JB pointing out the to be fair that Scott is dropping, and uh, they're saying it in the letter letter Kenny voice, and that every time you say it, Scott, I think I might have to download that as a drop, and just every time you say to be fair, just hit you with a to be <laughs> to fair. Be fair. I don't really use it that. <laughs> you often. do. I. You know what? You really do. You use it a lot, and I love it. Like I don't. I'm not. I don't. Fault Ooh. you for it, but you say it quite a bit. It's fantastic. Well, so, to be fair, go fuck <laughs> I'm not worried about reading this biscuit comment. Uh, he's asking, can't you drink at one and not the other? Well, you can't drink at Disneyland because I know you yeah, can drink, you can't at, Disney drink World. at Disneyland. Yes, you can drink at Disney World because remember, yeah. our America's sweetheart got kicked out from Ooh, drinking around the world. Girls, <laughs> get it done. Do you see the Muas girls scored four goals between themselves in the latest friendly? I Hell, did. Yes, I, I did. did see that. Wasn't there a hat trick in there as well? There was, and I was going to make it my upper deck story, and then I realized, wow, that was two sentences long. Shit. <laughs> and and also, people would have been like, soccer. We don't. Uh, yeah. Right. That's right. And like, you here comes Drew again. Yeah, here's Drew with his soccer. Okay, let's uh, brand. let's do some man, more. This is some bullshit. Boo this man. I I feel like I gotta let the whole thing play. I gotta let the booze chime you in there too. I can't do. cut it off. I thought about cutting it off just after this is some bullshit, but I was like, I gotta get this whole thing out there. Oh, the booze, absolutely. So Kyrie back, as Drew mentioned, Kyrie back with the Nets. Uh, he took a little leave of absence. He just sort of disappeared. Like nobody from the Nets could get in contact with them, or at least they were saying they couldn't get in contact with them. They didn't know anything about where he was, what he was doing. Uh, he came back and he said, "Look, I had a lot of family and personal stuff going on. I just want." to leave it at that i had to get my head right now listen i am not gonna sit here and downplay any type of mental health uh things going like 100 take care of your mental health but the fact that you just dipped out on the team and didn't tell anybody where you were going and now you're trying to come back and pull that card makes me feel like it wasn't mental health it makes me feel like there are some tensions in the locker room you and KD might be button heads a little bit, but now James Harden comes Already. in. Yeah, but then James Harden comes in. Don't worry. And you see James Harden and KD ball the fuck out. And this is the dude who said he didn't want to play second fiddle to LeBron, and now he's playing third fiddle to KD and James Harden. So now he's got to come back and set like, oh no, I'm part of this team. I'm I'm the guy. You got you. You can't win without me. And it just feels like that's more of the reason, and not so much the mental health thing. I'm calling bullshit on his reasoning why he left, uh, and it's interesting timing that he came back. It was like Harden, yeah. Harden joined the team, and him and KD just went off. Like those first two games were ridiculous. They accounted for something like 117 of 120 points in their second game, like either through Damn. assists or points. It's unreal how good those two are uh, together. So now Kyrie is looking at this like, I mean, this mm. team just ain't good enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Kyrie's like, well, wait, I can't let them get all the headlines. I can't, I can't let this be a story that I'm not needed on this team. I got to get back there now. And if it wasn't for Harden coming to the Nets, he'd probably still be out somewhere. Do you think Kyrie is full of bullshit on this, Scott? Did Kyrie say it? He did. Then it's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, fuck this guy, man. I'm sick of Kyrie Irving and all his shenanigans. Like, honestly, though, because like, here's the thing. I, you know, again, mental health stuff aside, if that was really the case, like, I hope he he gets his mind right and everything, and and is feeling okay in that manner. But like, dude, you got caught out at a party. 
the right way to play this would have been to do whatever it is you had to do, you know, family stuff, personal stuff aside, whatever it actually was you had to do. And then you come back and the way to get back into the team and ingratiate yourself with your teammates. So now instead of Katie and Harden and then Kyrie over here, you go Rodman on them and be like, yeah, so I was in Vegas for two days, then got me my, my, my lemon pepper, you know, wings out in Atlanta. And then we had to, you know, obviously hit up Orlando and Miami for a minute. And so then, like, now I'm back here. Because then James would be like, dude, you my boy. Like, let's go do this. We can go hit the clubs together. And Katie would be like, I'll just win basketball games. <laughs> Except for there's social media and that he'll be able to be like, yeah, we didn't see you out anywhere, Kyrie. Oh, so okay. Stop lying. <laughs> Man. Like they'd be like, "Hey, Kyrie, this is some bullshit. Uh, this is some bullshit." <laughs> <Boo> this, <laughs> but at least he would have tried, and they would have appreciated the effort. And they're I like, think- "Hey, Kyrie, I was listening to this podcast, and you want some bullshit? <laughs> you want some bullshit? Because just like my mom's told me for all the years, it doesn't matter the gift you give; it's the thought that counts. And that's why my parents kept getting broke as shit until I was thirty. <laughs> what? Damn. I'm trying out. You just go scorched earth on your parents. I'm trying out some new material. He said, (laughs) "Wait, I just picture I picture 29 year old Drew like doing the macaroni wreaths for Christmas and giving it to his mom and dad. And he's like, here you go. How like (laughs) how fine motor control you need to do that stuff? It was like play doh, slap in the oven. Look, ashtray, mug, cup, whatever you want to call it. That's your thing." Should have baked them some cookies. <laughs> Fuck no, I don't share my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Uh, all right, I got some more bullshit Wednesday here. Wednesday night, Mike. Some Wednesday night. Bullshit. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> all right, this is somebody. Get the tomatoes ready because we're throwing tomatoes at the NCAA for this one. The uh, NCAA. You don't even have to say no more. I'm throwing tomatoes <laughs> already, baby. Let's go. Uh, the NCAA has released their uh, March Madness schedule. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this. Now, obviously, we're playing all the games in Indiana, most of them in Indianapolis. And I think that's fine. I think that's a good way to do it to make sure the tournament happens this year because I can't go another March without March Madness. Um, but. Why some, UC wouldn't notice anything? Uh, I'm not a UC fan, so that's why I I can't go another March without it. Uh, anyways, here's the the changes that they have. Thursday, March 18th, is the first four games. Already a little weird because that's normally on a Wednesday or a Tuesday, right? Uh, so those are those are on Thursday, March 18th. The first it's also round much earlier than that. That's like well, late as hell. It's that's like second weekend. No, it's March always 18th, isn't it's it? always around St. Patrick's Day because I normally have quite a few days that I have to take off in March because it's like I'm gonna be hungover the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I could drink during the day at work, but I just can't get super hammered. But then the next day, I definitely have to be off, and then I have to take Thursday and Friday yeah. off because of the tournaments. So. It, that's not that crazy. But instead of Thursday and Friday, uh, the first round is Friday and Saturday, which means the second round, instead of being Saturday, Sunday, is now Sunday, Monday. I don't like this at all, fellas. I'm not a big fan mm. of this Friday through Monday instead of Thursday through Sunday. This The same thing happens the next week for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. They're Saturday, Sunday, and the Elite Eight is Monday, Tuesday. No. What? What the fuck is that? We get no. How no. are we doing an elite eight game on a Tuesday night, and then we're doing the Saturday Final Four Monday title game? This no. is some bullshit, fellas. I am not happy with this at all. 
So do, do I get to tell you why you're wrong now? Yeah, please do. Scott please, agrees with you. No, yeah. please do, because this is some bullshit. You're looking at it completely wrong, man, because here's the thing, right? Like, getting drunk on a Tuesday when nothing's going on, that's weird. That raises eyebrows, and people judge you. But getting drunk on a Tuesday night because there's a Final Four Elite Eight game going on, oh, that's cool. That's acceptable. So basically, all they've done is help us break up our work weeks, which, frankly, nowadays, blow ass. Like, let's be real, right? <laughs> Like, these are the dog days of winter. I don't know how that's never become a thing. But, you know, pan- before the pandemic, this is the time of, like, year that sucked. And you had to grind it out because you actually had to work full time, deal with your kids and all that other shit. And now we're doing it when we're all stuck at home or doing other stuff with the pandemic on top of it. But if I can get drunk on a Tuesday and not get judged. <laughs> Biscuit wants to know. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tried to watch sports without drinking. Why would I bother? <laughs> Wait, actually, yes, I can do that. Here's the question. Does he follow this up with the proper follow-up question here to really skewer me? Well, I I mean, you can watch sports without drinking. I feel like I know how you guys would watch sports if you were not drinking, and it would. you're still going to have uh, something going on. Yeah, a little action on the side, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> gonna get that second half money line, bro. Yeah, that was that was a good save. That was a very good save, save. Scott. Keep saving a beauty. You know, it'd Scott. be a save if it was a lie, Scott. But Scott, if I can't drink. I have to bet. Is this bullshit? Oh yeah. Uh, okay, thank you. Dumb. This is total bullshit. Uh, the the only thing I'm really concerned about though, and Ed asked the question, will Xavier be there? I mean, seriously, I don't care what days they're playing it. They could play it Monday morning at 8 a.m. If it's the Final Four and Xavier's in it, I'm watching. If Ooh. Xavier's not in it, they can play the games like it, whatever everybody That's thinks is point. the best time, and I still ain't watching. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't really matter, kind of, sort of. At the here's, end of the day. here's what sucks about this, right? This is the problem, because if you have an office like I do where they're, okay, they're like, go ahead, put it on as long as you're getting your work done. Thursdays and Fridays are the days where you don't have a lot of those conference calls. So you can have the games on and you can watch them while you're working. Mondays, you can't pull that shit. So if we've got games in the middle of a day on a Monday, I'm going to miss them and I'm going to be pissed off about that. March Madness that is one of those for people with special you and your times. square jobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the way I put that. I was say, that Mike, too, let, let me help you out here, bro. Like, all right, let's just assume Xavier's going to be in because Gabe points out we only need one more win to qualify, and we hit the lowest threshold to qualify, and I would think we'll Oh, we, we hit the Ohio State rules. Yeah, baby. All right. So, yeah, yeah right. let's go. Right. Well, we'll just wait for the NCAA to lower the, lower the number, right? <laughs> well, then <laughs> if they lower the number, play then we're already in. in. That's what I'm saying. We don't want to play any more games. We're in, right? We might not Do we make enough money? No? Okay, never mind. Who gives a shit? Mike, you got to go and block out those days now. Mm, that's a good you point. You got to put a hard yeah. hold on those days for professional development or uh, community outreach or networking or some other bullshit now, you term that you can do? block the day. Here's what you do, Drew. Uh, if your calendar is visible to everybody else in the company, uh, you just change the the meetings to just say unavailable because that's what it shows up when uh, private. They, yeah, yeah. Then then it, and you just put hour blocks. Hour blocks throughout the day, and maybe every once in a while, 
like yep. put in a half hour, like back to back half hours, and then you just go, man, I'm in back to back meetings all day so long. Cool. This is brutal, brutal. dude. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, we are down to the deadline. You know, it's coming down to it. We don't know which way this is going to shake out. But the good news is here. I feel like we've got to write people on the court. I mean, on the job <laughs> to get us across the finish line. <laughs> I think. All right. So Drew's the only one that doesn't think this is bullshit. Uh, so Scott, you're on board with me that this is complete bullshit. Yeah, like I said though, if Xavier's not playing, I don't give a shit. We're not playing any of the games. It really don't matter. <laughs> All right, let's do one more, uh, one more man, story this here. This is some bullshit. Boo this man. Boo. 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 So good. Boo. This time we are booing uh, Dirk Chatelaine. Chat. Chat. Lane, Chatelaine. Does he play who hockey? Gives a shit who this guy is. No, he does not play hockey. Oh, because you were struggling. I was right? struggling. Uh, it's a weird name, but this guy. Chatelaine? <laughs> this, this guy is a sports reporter for Omaha.com. So he covers Nebraska football. And uh, right there, you can kind of get an idea that this guy is a little bit of a douchebag. So he wrote an article for uh, Big Red Today where he was talking about that if the Big Ten wants titles, the way to do that is to make SEC teams come play in the cold. <laughs> he starts off He starts off the article. Let me read it. I just want to read that. I'm going to quote this guy. <laughs> Go ahead. Quote Dirk Shitbag. The forecast calls for 30 degrees in snow football weather come Sunday when the NFC championship game kicks off at Lambeau field, we might see hall of fame quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady firing spirals through snowflakes three hours later in 600 miles South, the chiefs and bills are looking at wind and rain at Arrowhead stadium. Anyone got a problem with that? Of course not. The NFL embraces the elements of playoff time. Think of the ice bowl at Lambeau, the fog bowl at soldier field, blah, 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 blah. So this guy goes on to say that it's... Think of the Super Bowls and climate control. Yes, that's exactly. So he goes on to say that it's bullshit that college bowls are just glorified exhibition games in these warm climates. And he says Midwestern fans love to go to them and they go to Florida and California. It's a vacation and blah, blah, blah. But he says that the reason why the Big Ten doesn't win and the reason why there's Southern dominance is because they're playing the championship games down South. What the fuck is he talking about? Like to reference the NFL playoffs and then oh ignore God. the fact that every Super Bowl is either played in a warm climate or it's played in a dome when it's not played in a warm climate. <sighs> like this dude is, uh, it's absolutely unreal to me uh, to think that, that this is the reasoning that people have why the Big Ten are not winning more national championships. This is complete bullshit. Scott, uh, you you had a visceral reaction to this. Do you agree? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. the The Big Ten truthers are the worst. Like they, <laughs> they will grasp at every last straw Big to ten prove and the legitimacy of their fucking conference. And it's like, it's fine. Like, okay, you're just good enough to not beat the very best in the SEC or the ACC, whatever. The top two teams in the country, whatever conference they come from, because USC used to run y'all out of the fucking fields too. Whatever the top two teams in the country are the big 10 is not good enough to beat them 
End of story, period. Even if they are one of the two top, top two teams, like when Ohio State gets to one or two, they're not even good enough to beat themselves. Like, they would lose in a game to themselves because it's just the Big Ten. You're going to finish at third and just be happy. Just be happy watching from the outside every year, no matter what seed you are. Dude, just they should up, be Big happy Ten. getting the revenue share just for being there. Like, That's they what should I'm just saying. Like, I don't understand why they're trying to make themselves oh, feel better God. about something. It's like, it doesn't matter where you play it. You can play it in a boat. You can play it in a moat. You're going to fucking lose, Big Ten. <laughs> you can play it with a cat. You can play yeah, it in a hat. You know? right. I mean, like, it doesn't matter, Big Ten. You just, you're just not good enough. It's so so also i i i'm I'm glad i didn't jump in because uh ed mail and i have the same question of what are these random gifts that show up on the video feed i think something happened mike do we bong no if uh no the the gifts that pop up if somebody shares the show there's a gift that pops up if uh, somebody shower one right uh one of those yeah the champagne showers if somebody uh shares the show there's one of uh if people like the feed if we get a like that's uh, i believe the psych gif um uh it might be the letter kenny one i don't know there's weird well so we're not chugging that's what no we're not chugging yet we'll get there not yet not yet drew do you think this is bullshit look from sharp pants yeah, when you started this off, I was like, oh, this has actually got some legs to it. But then, then no, I realized, it didn't. <laughs> no, he was just talking about the playoffs. I thought he meant make the SEC come up to Big Ten country and play him in like non-conference games during the season. Like, that's a great call. Strength the schedule had increased. They have a shot at actually beating an SEC team. Like, that makes sense. But if they're saying to make them play in cold weather in the playoffs, who the fuck cares? Because the Big Ten ain't going to be there. Half the time it's, it's just like great, cool, like fine. You'll be sitting at the home watching at home watching Alabama beat Florida and then duke it out with Notre Dame because Clemson sucks and and William can go you know kick rocks. So except for hey, psst, true. Guess what? what? Neither school, the SEC or Big Ten, they don't want to play each other that late in the season because, oh, <laughs> oops, they might lose. So right, they don't right. actually want to do that. Oh, they no, just no, want to no. talk a big game. That's yeah, I wasn't saying late playoff. in the season, Scott. I was saying you could do it at the Chick-fil-A kickoff game that usually is in the Georgia Dome. Move that up to, to Ann Arbor. Move that up to Columbus because I guess that's north for some oh, of those but, but No, but no, it's not cold then because you'd be playing in September. So what would that matter? That doesn't show the Big Ten grid of playing in the cold weather. <laughs> Big Ten sucks. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, just, exactly. Like, That's the, the only point. They just you get the, the fuck over bullshit. themselves. This dude went on to say he uh, he adds into this column uh, that he wrote. He says, "Does Florida State beat the Huskers on New Year's 1994? Does Miami upset Osborne's scoring explosion a decade earlier? How about Clemson at the 82 Orange Bowl? Think of how many national championships Osborne might have won if half the Orange Bowls had been played in Kansas City." <laughs> (laughs) Chicago are you fucking kidding me are you serious right now like this dude and it's absolutely annoying first of all here's what really annoys me about this he likes he he's a Nebraska writer Nebraska is dog shit like this shouldn't say do you want the Big Ten to win more it should be if we want Ohio State to win more for the Big Ten we should play it in cold weather he's (laughs) trying to make himself feel better about just getting rammed from behind by the Buckeyes every year you know what I mean (laughs) like he's just trying to say like well okay the biggest bully in the yard beat me up but he is the biggest bully in the yard instead of just the biggest well no I'm just gonna stop there (laughs) 
Yeah, because it was going to go off the rails and you're going to lose yourself. And it wasn't going to end well for you. Good call. Good call. Hey, Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> no, please, no more Hulu. Dear God. Please they don't fucking did down. it again this weekend, but that's okay. I, yeah, I know. You're, oh, boy. Let's it's rain cool. it in, Mookie. Rain it in. We don't need any of that. <laughs> I, I ain't even mad. I'm just disappointed. Here's the thing that this guy doesn't realize. The reason why the SEC is so dominant has nothing to do with them playing down south. It has everything to do with five-star athletes are all from the south and they all stay close to home. It has yeah. it, like that's the that's the whole reason. That's why the beginning teams... and the end. Also, let's well, no, I don't let's also just that. let's look at the fact that Nick Saban loses coordinators. Like he he just got Sark hired at a a new uh, it, like Sark is now going to Texas. The dude that was drunk on USC sidelines and was a dog shit head coach is now a head coach at one of the premier colleges in the country. And it's all because of his time under Saban. So then Saban goes out and gets a fucking a former NFL head coach to be his offensive line coach. Not even like his coordinator. He's got NFL head coaches as position coaches. That's why it's, <laughs> well, Nebraska, and, you ain't going to compete with that. You're not, it's not going to happen, bro. Saying, you got like, goddamn Scott Frost. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? It's not just the recruits. It's that the SEC understands what this is, and they are a football business. They are yes. going to do what it takes to win. But that that reminded me, I had an idea. So I know how much we all love Hard Knocks and Last Chance U, right? Of course. Have a good night, Biscuit. Thanks for stopping in, bro. Season, but go ahead. I would love to see a uh, well, not Hulu. We'll throw it to Net- Netflix. Isn't edgy enough? But we need some streaming service to come around and produce a mini series called Rehab U. Where where Nick Saban rehabs these coaches' careers year after year because you're right, Mike. Every year he does it for one guy. Yeah, there's always one guy that pops into Saban's staff. He gets fired, and it's a big to do. Then you hear about him going to Saban's staff. Then you forget he exists on this planet. And 18 months later, he's got a head coaching gig somewhere else. Because <laughs> Nick Saban, Nick Saban is down there running the Big Brothers, Big Sisters fucking coaching program. Oh, you, you need a, a fatherly figure uh, to rehab your shitty career? Come on down here and coach. I don't know my special teams kickoff return unit. <laughs> ah, that sounds good. Oh, you were amazing at it. Now get on out there and get yourself another high-profile <laughs> job for no good reason other than. You were with Nick. <laughs> Nick yeah, Saban. I was going to say, He's Ry- Ryan McCarthy posted here, and he absolutely nailed it. Coming soon to Bama, Adam Gase or Bill O'Brien as OC. Yeah, and then you know what will happen? NFL They'll, head coach. And coaches. then somebody will hire and them I was without say, interviewing yep. a black guy in the NFL. Yep, that's exactly how that will go. Oh, no, Scott, Scott, they'll, they'll tweet at them. They'll try to get in the DMs and be like, ah, well, we tried. No, they won't even do that. They'll be like, we can't do it. They're coaching in the playoffs too long. We just don't have the time. I'm glad that you're talking about They're, coaching hires. These black coaches are so busy. We just yeah. can't get them on the phone. Rams. Don't worry, Hey, Scott. Rams, defensive coordinator. Nobody knows your name, but come on down. Hey, Patriots, <laughs> special teams assistant. That motherfucker. Although it actually worked out decent for the Giants this year, which is weird. Got, yeah, not bad. Guys, this has been uh this is some bullshit. Um man, this, this was some bullshit. Food this, uh, man. 
this worked out pretty well. I feel like we got the hang of it as we got further into this bit. I, like, I really was, like that segment because yeah. if it allows me to call bullshit on all these people yeah. I already don't like, this is an amazing segment. Keep it coming. Scott, all right, Scott, well, do not give away our secret sauce because then people will just mimic it and imitate us. Yeah, but nobody can really imitate your ramblings. And That's I a know good how. point. Nobody can copy That's Drew. Uh, and that, <laughs> By the way, I got to give a shout out to Ryan McCarthy. He corrected us last week. I counted 49 F-bombs and Drew in Drew's Hulu rant, and Ryan corrected that and counted during that rant. 51. Drew had 51 F-bombs mm. in his rant about Hulu in about a 45-second time frame. Is it, is it uh, bad that that makes me proud? Although, to be fair... To be fair... That's all I got. I just oh, wanted okay. to drop that in okay, since you're an asshole. Yeah, that's go, all. Go, that's go, all. Go, go. Uh, Scott, get your sweater ready. Uh, all right, I'm doing it. It's, a, it's about that and, time. This is, uh, and while he does that, Mike, I, I just want to say I just had to stay on brand because in our latest sizzle reel, I was the only one Cam had to censor. Yes, so, yes, you were. Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. It's time for everybody's favorite time of the week. If they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Yeah. Time for Scott to do that what, hockey. What, what? Uh, Scott, I want to. I've got questions for you to help me understand hockey better. Before we do that, I'll, I'll, I'll give the floor to you. Any updates you want to give on uh, on doing that hockey this week? What's going on in the NHL? Avs after getting uh, their asses whooped on opening night, one two straight. So my cut prediction is uh, looking good again. All looking, right, looking rough there on opening night, but uh, two in a row. Uh, never look back, baby. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that sounds great to me. I'm, I'm glad to analysis. hear it. So here's here's what I wanted to do with Do That Hockey tonight, Scott. Okay. Uh, there was a post in the Crawford Sports Facebook group from uh, our good friend JB where he showed a it. goal uh, from the Penguins game. It was a, a three-on-five goal where the Penguins goalie uh, passed it along and there was a... a, a awesome shot and I, I commented how is it that when you're describing hockey you still sound so what i do sound super passed it along it was a very it was a good pass and then he he made a he shot went, he went very it, fast it went into feet. the goal i tried to be a cool guy and join in the conversation and i said uh what did i say wheel snipe selly is what i said and jb said i appreciate you trying that wasn't really a snipe but good effort, because uh, mm. that's really I got that from Letterkenny. I don't really know what I, I, I kind of get what it means. Anyways, my point being, Scott, I need you to be my teacher. So I, I want to start asking you some stuff about the hockey lingo, because hockey has like its own second language. So can I ask you some yeah, of these duh. terms, and maybe you can help me out and like tell me what they are. Like what's I, mean, an, what's, I, I might be able to tell you what it is. I don't know if I can help you understand. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What's an apple? Like when they say, "Oh, that was a that was a good apple." What's that mean? I mean, there's there's only one kind of apple in hockey. It's either big or it's not. So you're in New York or you're not. Oh, it's so big apple or there's wow. there's no apple. So after a play, when they say that was a great apple, they're talking about they're like, that. Yeah, was a that great guy played New York. for the Rangers. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That that makes a lot uh, of sense. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, no. What's because there could be kids watching this show. That is not right. That is not correct at all. Whoa, 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 Drew, who's doing that after you? <laughs> Fucker. Just going to step on my shit. Fine. Go ahead, Mike. You know what? Scott, I thought it was no, an assist. You said, I thought you said that today marked a new day in American history, and we will not let these falsehoods be touted about like they're truths. Apple is not whatever the I thought it was an assist, but I didn't. It's an assist, god damn it. Okay. 
Yeah, but an assist from somebody who played from New York. That makes sense. That like, sounds uh, like Rangers players have never had an assist. Bitch. Yeah, that's that's kind of your not a lot of them jumping the gun there, Drew. I mean, we're not talking about recent history. I'm just saying in the history of the franchise, Generally. they've had yeah. assists. Scott, what's a bottle rocket when they when they make a shot and they're like, "Wow, that was a bottle rocket." When what they is, make a shot, yeah, when they make a shot and they're like, "That was make a bottle a shot. rocket." When they when they when shoot they, their shot. Listen, I'm not the hockey expert here. I'm just trying to figure uh, out the that's terminology. A slap shot, silly. Come on now. Oh, that's a bottle rocket you... is a slap shot? Yeah, when you put the mustard on it. Oh, okay. Uh, so it has nothing to do with, like, knocking the goalie's water bottle off the net. It's just any type of slap shot is a bottle rocket. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad I'm asking you, Look, Scott, because I'm learning so much here tonight. Thank you so I, much. I've got one that, that Scott, again, as an Avs fan, should really know all about. And, you know, shout out to my boy, Andy Kim. He knows all about this, too. But uh, for, for people who may not be in the know, Scott, what is it called when it like what do people mean when it, um, uh, when they talk about a turtle in terms of hockey on the ice? Yeah, I've heard that. That's. One. That's when you got one poking. You got to run to the locker room real quickly because the thought, ice is no place for a turtle to get exposed. I thought they just called that the Lamar. No, no. In hockey, it's the turtle. My Canadians are weird, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's true. They are. That's a yeah. Weird one. Yeah. Uh, what's a dangle, Scott? Especially like Whoa. a dirty dangle. I mean, coming up off the, t- the yeah. table. Yeah. I mean, you got turtles and dangles. What? What's the difference between a turtle and a dangle? Well, if you got, if you don't want a turtle to hit the ice, you definitely don't want any dangles out on the ice. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I don't. That's why I'm asking. Can you? Can no. You well, I'm just gonna let oh, you okay. use your imagination, Mike. Just don't whip your dangle out on the ice, okay? <laughs> Like that's uh, just a friendly piece of advice. Like, just do not whip your dangle out on the ice. So before we get banned from Facebook, which apparently <laughs> happens nowadays, uh, wait, you can get banned from Facebook? Oh, well, I've heard a rumor or two that yeah, yeah. What you say is so untrue that it's actually harmful to society. It'll ban you. And Scott, the way this segment's oh, going, I'm getting worried. But. Uh, I'll throw it. This, this feels like an easy one because I'll even give you the hint that this is the namesake of my seven-year-old fantasy hockey league. Uh, what does it mean to be Cronwald? Mm, you finally stumped the the Schwab here. I, I'm not sure about Cronwald. That, that well, sounds like some Detroit shit. Well, uh, okay. All right. We'll give you partial points for that. So, all right. Well, let's let's tease this out. I feel like you could get there. It does have okay. to do with Detroit, and it's something in specific recent memory or history, if you will. Let's see. I got a bunch of Stanley Cups uh, and uh, the the limo accident. That's what I got for Detroit. That's it's Jesus. recent history. That's all I got. You are a <laughs> cock sucking bitch. <laughs> but whoa, whoa. moving on from that. How dare you? Hold, throw- uh, uh, Hold on a second. How did we go zero to sixty <laughs> like that? I feel like I need to step in here, Scott. The what's limo a face wash? What's a face wash? <laughs> no, screw this, Mike. We're finishing. No, this no, one. no. I feel like I need. No, to no, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't shitting on it. I was literally saying when you say recent history and memories with Detroit, oh. I go. I say I got. They won a bunch of cups in the nineties, 
And there was the big limo accident. Those are the two like Detroit okay. factoids that okay. I have for you when it comes to recent history. Like I was not shitting on anybody. That's like, fair then. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was oh, okay. there was loss of life and <laughs> yeah, yeah, such yeah, yeah, yeah. that was very <laughs> no, close to no, our no, hearts. No, 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 no. I was not trying to poo poo it. I was just I, saying, you know like, what? I'll even recent memories for Detroit goes. That's what I got. You know, Scotty Bowman. Like that's you know, yeah. that's that's what I got. That's that's fair because I'll I'll even admit to breaking my own rules because as as a ten year old I cried that that day the, that weekend. <laughs> And I wasn't drunk, and uh, my dog didn't die, and um, neither did your parents because I believe my you placed so, you placed them yeah. above you know everything else. Yeah, so that's that's fair, Scott. I appreciate the respect. But Cronwald is when a defenseman lays a big hit on a player attempting to carry the puck out of his own zone, derived from the great Detroit Red Wings defenseman Nicholas Cronwall, who is famous for stepping up at the blue line to lock the team in the zone in the patented Detroit left wing lock. I know Nicholas Lindstrom. <laughs> you get even more respect for that, my man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, all right, let's go back to this one uh, that I need to find again because I, I can't remember what face I Face wash. Face wash. What's uh, a face is wash? Is that a vino or Clorox or what does that mean, Scott? Wait, what was it back to? Oh, face wash. Face that's, face when wash. Goalie, that's when the goalie uh, you know, sp- sprays himself with the water. A little face wash action. <laughs> It's actually not a bad bad answer. It's wrong, but it's not a bad answer. It is wrong. <laughs> it's all right. It's not a that's, bad answer. That's decent. What's a bunghole, Scott? Whoa, whoa! You guys are you guys are getting a little raunchy. I mean, it's nine oh, o'clock. I know it's I know the uh, FCC is no longer watching, but you guys should chill. I've that, that didn't have anything related to hockey. I was just curious. That's a okay, cool. Though, That's why I said it. I mean, you needed to chill. It's like it's not a hockey term. I I know that bunghole has nothing to do with hockey. Does this mean a Jeep Pie is going to be out of office eventually? Uh, yeah, he's already said he's stepping down, bro. I told you Fuck that. Yeah. I already. We've discussed this several Who's weeks stepping ago. Stepping down. Uh, Drew's the, arch nemesis, the yeah. head of the FCC. Drew Great. has Drew has a, a hate hate relationship with the Jeet Pie. When we did Motherfucker of the Week, Pure hate. Uh, when we did Motherfucker of the Week way back in the day, when we would do it every week, Drew would call in and nominate a Jeet Pie every oh, single that's week. Right. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Trying to restrict internet access to people, <laughs> not cool, man. Uh, Scott, speaking of getting a little dicey for the FCC, what is lip lettuce? Ooh. That's a great question. When you got to get stitches in your upper lip. <laughs> Damn it. Also a good one, but also so wrong. Correct. <laughs> I sound like I know hockey. You, are, you do sound, sound like you're playing it off hockey. really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a pylon? You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm for real. What's a pylon? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, those those are the little uh, things that they have there next to the in the back of the net, where it's like if it hits the thing, you know, and if it knocks over the pylon, it's not a slow defensive player. It's just a it's the, it's an actual pylon like you see in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just oh, like here. in the NFL. It's in the back of the net. I got to be honest. I I didn't know what that was. So Scott, well, you're not know. the you're not the hockey expert. Oh, you're right. Scott yeah, is. So I, I, only I really thought Mike was just trying to fuck with me after hitting me with bunghole. Balls. I thought that pylon. He was just like, I'll just ask him something from another sport and see if he answers. <laughs> I thought that was classic Mike setup. I mean, uh, it is though. Um, I mean, it was to a degree, but just not to the degree that I thought it was. I I will say though, Scott, this and if you could really help me, this may make a lot more sense of my childhood, but like as a kid, my friends would always say they were going to the ODR. 
and I didn't I didn't play hockey as a kid growing up, but I, I love watching it, and it's always been a big part of my life being from Michigan. But I never knew what ODR was, so if you could help me understand, I think that would help make some connections. That's the old dirty rocket, and if they say they're going to ride the old dirty rocket, that just means they're going to they're they're going to be out there with their sticks and skates, and they're going to be out there shooting some puck. That's all it is. That that actually might. That might be right, Mike. He might have backed into that one. He might have backed into that one. Now I save my best for last. See, I pretend like I don't know hockey, and then at the last one, when you think you're gonna hit a walk off on me, bam! That's right, bitch. I know hockey. The problem is, the more oh, we man. do this, the more you're actually gonna learn about hockey. Except we're not telling him what any of these really mean, so he's not learning anything. No, I just mean over the course of time, like, and, and talking except, about whatever. Hey, remember that logic when I was naming black players and, like, each week I got less and less, or, yeah, like, just, I'd start missing ones that you I You started named. to doubt yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so it's like, that. That that's a fallacy in your logic there. Like, you could think I learned more about hockey, and by the it's end true. of the year, you'll hit me with that MVP uh, Sackett question again, and I'll fucking get it wrong. <laughs> like, you know that's how this is. <laughs> uh, it, I, I feel like I've learned a lot tonight, Scott. I don't have any other uh, nope. questions for you. Drew, do you have any questions for Scott before I... There's a few questions that have come through from uh, listeners that, uh, that I, I, I have to I don't have here. questions as much as I have a challenge. Now, the, the, the tough part is I don't know when we would do this because normally I would suggest we do it on All-Star Weekend, but we'll figure out a time. I want to call out the Slapshot Shorties and have them go head to head with Scott. Uh, that would kind of like we did with Ryan. Sweethearts, uh, not shorties. <laughs> Jesus, I know. Well, shit. You know, this is what happens when I try. This <laughs> but, is what happens when you go rogue. As but per usual. to give Scott another shot at redeeming himself as the hockey expert at Belly Up. I think you might be on something. Yes, I think we need to. We definitely need to get the slap shots, sweethearts, on the show. I will will work to get uh, the slap shots, sweethearts, on. I'm surprised Drew didn't just go the slap shot coeds. We got to get them on. Oh yeah, Uh, trying to find a way to work stack the pads in there for the alliteration, and you you see what happens. Uh, Tried to be clever, fl- fell on your face. Uh, listen, Scott, uh, with this COVID season that's going on, uh, the Dallas Stars just dealing with a lot. Uh, how worse off is the NHL without players like Rupee Hintz, Radic Faxka, <laughs> Joel Kivaranta, and Miro Hiskinen? <laughs> Well, I believe I alluded to it last week when I said they should have just done this stuff in a bubble again. Like, I don't know why you'd risk playing, and this is exactly what they didn't have to worry about when they were in the bubble last year. Like, you can play all these games and travel, you know, you can still try to keep it to Canada only and and having these little pods and groups, but it doesn't matter if you're traveling city to city, you're exposing yourself. So, you know, the league's worse off with uh, any time they have to have players out for and we can, can kind of control and we've learned you shouldn't expose yourself on the ice that's that's one thing mm, i learned yeah. tonight so yeah they, not while you're out there on the old dirty rocket you don't want the old dirty the rocket old dirty rocket you don't want that yeah. old dirty rocket popping out of your bunghole on the ice that's going to be a problem you, uh, you, 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 get, you get hit with one of those bottle rockets <laughs> Um, so Jack Hughes went off last night. He had two goals, a four-point game against the Rangers. Was the talk about him being a bust of a first overall pick in the mold of Niall Yukupov or Alexandri Daigle premature? Is Hughes a legit star, or was this just a one-game fluke? 
I was just going to say, let's not overreact. Every now and then, you know, sun shines on a hockey player's bunghole. And so, uh, I mean, he, he had a what good night. What is he night. doing when that happens? I mean, he had a good night. Let's not, you know, let's not read too much into it. He's still overall a bust, but, you know, you can maybe salvage your career and at least have it be presentable. So, speaking of salvaging careers, while well, Mike tries to remember how to breathe over there, um, what advice would you have for fantasy hockey owners with this season after, you know, maybe a, a week or so in here about what they need to do for the roster this season? Hold and serve because any moves you make would probably screw yourself because you never know when you're going to get struck by COVID. What sounds like a good move now could blow up in your face later when you're stuck with a team full of guys who all caught the vid. <laughs> Mm, that's actually what, really solid advice. What do you think about the NHL, though, not ruling guys out for COVID, but instead just postponing games so they're still eating up a roster slot? I mean, as long as they're not canceling the game, you'll still get the game played. I mean, it's not like you're losing out on the stats to just get them later. It's no big deal. Hmm. It's no big deal, Drew. Come on. Get no big deal. I mean, when everybody when everybody else is having the games delayed too, it's not like it's just the games for your players and nobody else's. See, I spoken mean, like a screwed. This is spoken like a true bunghole right there. That is just Whoa, whoa. What? 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 Bitch, we established that wasn't a hockey term. No, that's a hockey term now. It's then. a craft brood sports hockey term. The bunghole oh. is the expert. You're if you're mm. the if you're the mm-hmm. hockey expert, you're the bunghole. So Anyways, back to the bunghole. So we're going to bring on uh, other hosts to compete with Scott for the bunghole award. You know what? Rethinking that, that's a horrible sounds idea. Legit, I was going to say, yeah. the marketing on that sounds tough, and it feels like can't, an uphill battle, but can't I'm do that. to try. Can't, <laughs> I, I can't in good conscience bring on other people and be like, congratulations, you're the bunghole. Bung hmm. Scott, right, we'll take it back to the drawing board. Cam, Scott, you got anything else Make a note. Figure tonight? this out. You got anything else for us tonight, Scott? Nah, I think we've done that. Hockey as hard as we can. We'll we'll, we'll bring it out again next week. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Thank you for doing that hockey, Scott. Always a fan favorite. Appreciate you. Uh, Drew is about to take the wheel, and uh, I think what we all need to do right here is we all need to take a minute. uh, Is to get off the road? Pray to whatever God you believe in. Uh, in any deity, and uh, with that being said, Drew, take the wheel. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I mean, we're basically all screwed, but it'll work out all right. This one isn't too hard. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, Scott. You kind of alluded to it, but uh, this is the season of the coaching carousel. Uh, we've got head coaches, offensive coordinators, defensive co- There's just all the turnover is, is happening right now. Uh, Unless college, your name's Eric Benemy. Unless your name's Eric Benemy, were because you're What's so busy winning all the games. No, I'm not pronouncing it again, Mike. I, Please. I, er- I, Eric Benemy? Benemy. I just look. See, he's a Benemy of Benemy of the Seas. He's a Benemy of the Seas, exactly. <laughs> yeah. C. Benemy. Eric C. Benemy. <laughs> is it really Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh. Is his middle name? That's what he <laughs> what? took from that was is his middle name Steve? It just doesn't sound good. Eric Steve. <laughs> it doesn't flow well. Oh my god. Anyways, what I want to do is talk about some of these coaching hires. Talk about the coaching carousel, break it down a little bit. Uh so I pulled out a couple of different uh I have uh, carousel VPCs. music for that if you want it, Drew. You want, oh, yeah, you want some music for that? Carousel. You want some some coaching carousel music? Here, we'll yeah. give you some coaching carousel music. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
pretty solid, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it's producer guy over here. I'm Child's just play. Doing Joe stepping it up this week. A new do, drop for the segment. Uh, I'm you know, doing background. that producer. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Doing that producing? <laughs> Heyo. All right. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna bring up a couple slots. We'll this, go around. We'll grade them. We'll give our quick reactions to them and, and just kind of go from there. So this again, music is gonna drive me crazy. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I, I gotta turn. I it off. know. Holy it's shit. okay. I think everyone hates it too. Bring it back. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Mike, look, we know it's giving you like tremors over there thinking a clown is lurking around the corner. I know. That's exactly what it is. Which, by the way, Scott, at some point we need to find out how to hire someone to bust through that little uh, curtain and scare the shit out of Mike dress up as this clown at some point. Um, I'm fine with that. Why would you? Yep. Why would? Why would that be a, a, a phrase that just came out of your mouth? Why would you say... <laughs> Why would, why, would I, why, would words, call, why would you say those words in that order? Because I don't, I don't like that. I'm not. A, why would I, I call like the slapshot sweethearts the slapshot shorties? Why would I call uh, Eric the enemy? Eric Stianemini. You, you just say why, his name wrong again. I know. <laughs> anyway, so what I was going to say is, Mike, quick reaction. Friend how do you flee? How do you feel about the Clark Lee hire at Vandy? I personally have him graded out as a C minus. He's a top quality coach. His stock would never be higher, but to go to a shithole school like Vandy, where he's just going to get stomped on by the SEC, I just don't think it's the best move for his long term career. Even if short term, it's going to give him a shot at a at, at a quality position. Yeah, look, here's how I feel about Clark Lee. Number one, I'm very disappointed that he left Notre Dame uh, because that dude had that defense looking stout. However, I think Freeman from UC is going to fill in nicely. I think it's a good transition for Notre Dame. But uh, Clark Lee, look, these options don't come around very often. And this is his alma mater, too. Like, he went to Vanderbilt. So from Vanderbilt's perspective, this is an A hire. You're a dog shit SEC school that is never going to compete with Alabama. You've got one of your own guys. You get to tout the, this is a Vanderbilt man that we brought into our school, and he's going to turn us around. So from Vanderbilt's side, it's an A. From Clark's side, ugh, it's not looking good. But at the same time, you got to take your shots when you got them. Like, this guy can't stay in D.C. forever. Uh, and with his profile as high as it was, if this was the best job he could get, take it. Um, hey, I'd give him like a C. But uh, but again, from Vanderbilt's side, that's an A-plus hire. Like, that's the way to do it. Vanderbilt did right on that hire. Am I doing this right, Drew? You're absolutely, but Scott, I'd love to hear your feelings on it. Uh, no, I actually <laughs> no. agree 100%. So, yeah, uh, I don't nope, have a real bad. feeling about that. Uh, no. Feels good. So, no, I'm not going to give you my uh, thoughts now. Real good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Mike nailed it. Like, if that's the best that he could do, you might as well take it. And look, the bar is super low for him, right? Because if you're at Vanderbilt, it's like, hey, we got five wins this year, and I got invited to a bowl game because they just make up these rules as I go along. And then, you know, he jumps off to Nick Saban's Big Brothers Big Coaches program, and he, he <laughs> fucking goes on to greatness. So, I mean, big whatever. Big Brothers Big Coaches. See, you absolutely know this, Scott. I, that, that's what I was going to come back around to is that if if he parlays this into that re coaches rehab you like John Gruden had the what was it formal football coaches of America Association or whatever if that's what he's trying to do is to parlay it into being Nick Saban's assistant to get a real job 
I'll give him B plus, but want, overall it's a C minus. Right, like no, that's the world we live in, where Nick Saban, an assistant coach, is the step up from like ninety percent of the the head coaching jobs in the country. To be like, hmm, yeah. I could be the head coach at Utah, where Urban made a name for himself, or I could carry Nick Saban's water and start his car on a colder day in the winter in Alabama when it gets 40 degrees. I, I You know what? I'm going to have to go with starting the car. I just can't see <laughs> yeah. where Utah okay, would uh, get me ahead. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. If that's Clark's play on this one, how far off is he? Because Nick Saban just hired a former NFL head coach to be his offensive line coach. He's not going to yeah. take the defunct Vanderbilt cast off and be like, you know what? coordinator you you get the dc job no if if he gets to go to alabama it is literally all right you're going to be the get back coaches get back coach that's your yeah. job here at, at alabama maybe you can parlay that into a, a head coaching job at like uh, a big name school because you're still on that no, alabama sidelines here's but that's the thing. literally the best it's- you're going to get as long as he's white, he's in, got an NFL head coaching jab and waiting. Okay. Good point. Drew, who's next? <laughs> That's a very valid point. Drew, who you got next? I'll bring the music back for you. I thought I was driving. What the fuck? Sorry. Yes, uh, you're driving. Yes, my bad. No, it's I all have, good. I'm sorry. I just, just... want to make sure Scott can get the last jab in there properly because I was waiting to ask what the he thinks about Brett Bielema replacing Lovey Smith at Illinois. Um, you know, I give it an A so that we get to see, you know, Brett get his ass kicked again and chased out of town in three years and that we don't have to see Lovey in his terrible beard that clearly he had just because of the stress of dealing with such a shitty program like Illinois. So to me, the move made sense. It gets Lovey out of there. It gets him on the path to coach rehab you, hopefully. And we get to see Brett just have a friggin' coronary on the sideline with all that delicious champagne food. But Mike, you clearly have feelings. I just, I can't believe you went with Lovey Smith beard slander. I love that dude's beard. Are you kidding me? I love like, the beard, but trading... I'm concerned about him because he always looks so tight no, and clean Here's in what I liked about Lovey Smith. It looked like he would coach the game on Saturday and then afterwards go out onto the street corner and wash windshields at the nearest stoplight. That's what <laughs> Lovey Smith... <laughs> yeah, how is that a good thing? Haven't you ever seen Happy Gilmore? That's what that there's failing up right there. You're the the guy washing windshields. Next thing you know, you're caddying for somebody getting the gold jacket. All of which is better than being the head football coach at Illinois. Look, Scott, what do you think? All I'm saying is Brett Bielema's gut less than Lovey Smith's homeless man beard. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm going to agree with Mike 100% on the beard. But I'm going to agree with you that uh, Lovey Smith was always a super weird fit uh, at Illinois. Like, I don't sense. know what the hell. I didn't know what the hell the ties were. And and we're going back to here we go again, talking about the shit ass Big Ten for whatever fucking reason. But uh, Brett Bielema <laughs> screams lifetime middle tier Big Ten. And so this is lower end Big Ten that he can elevate to mid tier and it'll look like a god. That's Brett Bielema's like that's his wheelhouse. Him trying to be SEC guy. That was a fucking joke because the uh, the coaches in the Big Ten can't even coach in the sec that's how shitty they that's how far away they are you know that's a good point too because i don't actually think nick has rehabbed a whole bunch of big 10 coaches 
No, because he won't even invite him on staff. He's like, <laughs> he's like, they're a lost cause. <laughs> we run you guys out of the gym. Why the hell would I have you on my staff? He's like, listen, you guys are used to coaching in the cold weather, and down here in the south, we just play in the <laughs> we warm coach weather. In warm we don't play there. I don't need any yeah. of you guys here. Just ask that fool from Nebraska. I don't I, need any of your ground and pound. We we actually have athletes down here, so <laughs> goodbye. I, I will say though, I do like this from the sense that now uh, there's another team that one out of every two years will beat Michigan when they're ranked in the top fifteen and just show them for what they are while the khakis is on the sideline. <laughs> That's never <laughs> look, a bad thing. Look, I don't want to pretend like Ohio State gets like no names, but a lot of the times when they do get some names, look at it. It's like. Oh, the reason that they got uh, Justin Fields was because, you know, uh, Georgia ran didn't want him anymore. Georgia. Right. Like, I mean, it, it, he was at an SEC school. He lost out to out. Jake fucking like, Fromm, for Christ's sake. It, it didn't work out at an SEC school, so he settled for the third best team in the country you, on most years. Or I'm fourth, or, or whatever. It, just not one or two. Like, he was just like, all right, whatever. Like, that's what Ohio State gets. They get the SEC runoff. <laughs> so speaking of SEC runoff, the next coaching hire, or actually Addison was not really a hire, it's more of a retainment. Uh, kind of going back to Mike, what you said about Clark Lee taking advantage of his opportunity. And uh I think it's Jamie, but it's spelled Jamey Chadwell, the the head coach at Coastal Carolina, re-upped for a seven-year deal to stick at that school instead of jumping ship and going somewhere else. And I gotta be honest, man. D minus across the board here because that was the kind of wife he had a shot at is someone with D's, but instead he's going to have to take the minus because this was the worst fucking move of his entire career. Homeboy is going to fade back out into obscurity because coastal, they had their season. This was their year should have springboarded to a bigger school from this. Mike, what do you think? That tells me nobody wanted him like fat, like Plain and simple. Nobody wanted to take him. Everybody was like, oh, you did this because it's a COVID season and it's weird and man, do it during a regular season and then we'll talk. And he was like, well, shit, I guess I should sign a long-term deal with Coastal to make sure I at least have my my chicken uh, taken care of, as Marshawn Lynch would say. But he, yeah. I guarantee he didn't have any offers. You got to think, too, UC was the, the talk of the group of five. So if any group of five coach – was going to be making that jump. It was going to be Fickle. So this dude was like, I got to wait to see if Fickle does anything before I'm even considered for anything. So he's, uh, I think it's a good move on his part because that's the best he's going to do. If nobody wanted him after this year, nobody's going to want him. What do you think, Scott? Do you agree with that? And Mike, what was your actual grading? Uh, I mean, from his perspective, that's like a B. You, you just got some job security uh, at probably the best job you're going to get because you're not going to get much higher. Good Scott, on you, does that son. sound accurate? Yeah, I was going to say, a B or a C. I mean, look you at, might as well. Look at me and Scott just it. agreeing on all yeah, of Yeah, I mean, it's the, you're being logical. It's like he's got a, ca- a check to cash. You're not going to give up that golden goose, even if it isn't a dream. But it's like, oh, crap, there's no offers. Hey, baby, I was just kidding. I didn't really want to see other people. I wanted to stay with you. In fact, you know what? Here's my promise ring. <laughs> Uh, like that's, that's what the equivalent too, right? is here. Yeah. Like, cause, cause if somebody offers him something better tomorrow, he'll be like, Hey, coastal Carolina, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that's how this coaching carousel thing. Why goes. did he, why did he say it as he fell off a cliff? Fuck off. <laughs> well, cause then he'd be taking all his money and just jumping out of a plane. Fuck off. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's basically what he'd be doing. He'd be falling off a cliff. He would just disappear. Ghosted wouldn't even be accurate enough. Real, hey, real quickly. Since, <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it, but my favorite thing this week when it came to coaching carousel is that once upon a time, like mostly my whole life until I guess like the last four or five, six years, whenever the hell they got rid of Butch Jones is that I didn't know who coached Tennessee. <laughs> like they fired the Tennessee head coach. And I was like, who? Who the fuck is Good that old Jeremy guy? Pruitt, baby. Yep. Like, when did he get hired? Who is he? And and why has Tennessee fallen fallen so oh, far? This was his third no season, right? It was his third season, I think, at Tennessee. And he he was up and, and coming he broke when he the went rules, there. and they were he was out here recruiting violations, dude, and they're garbage. He really like, had he really had the bag man, the McDonald's bag man. Oh he was God. putting cash in McDonald's, <laughs> in McDonald's bags, bags and giving it God. to recruits when they were on campus, and and they still suck. <laughs> and they won they won twenty games over the last four years. Oh, imagine my, like, imagine seriously. trying to pay recruits and you only get 20 wins in four years. I would be furious. I want my money back. Back. No, no, no. Not only should they want their money back, but that's how you know it happens at every school at every level. Right. Because effing Tennessee right. was out here paying people and losing games. So, you know, at the smaller schools than Tennessee, they're like, look, I we got this plastic bag from Subway. Would you like this money in it? That's all we could get. We couldn't even get the McDonald's bag. Like it's just a see-through plastic Subway bag. Here you I go. Be you can be count it without taking it out of the bag. <laughs> right? Like, is that a roll of quarters in that plastic bag? Yeah, man. Oh, this damn. is what we can offer. Wow. Ten dollars metal worth jacket of on that shit. <laughs> All right, so we're 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 running a little long here. Uh, it seems like people just don't give a shit about this. So I'm gonna move us along. You're good. We no, get, like, keep going. I don't give a shit, man. We're, we're keep sticking, going. I'm we're having st- fun. The problem is, Mike, we're sticking way too close to sports. That's you know, a good point. You're that's, way that's too close. That was my there. only thing with this. We got to find our sweet spot here. This was very so, sports heavy, stuff, man. I, I will say, I, and I did kind of time this out appropriately because honestly, the one I was just trying to get this kind of hardcore sports talking first. Because I really want to dig into the coaching hire of the season, in my opinion, and that is Philip Rivers at St. Michael Catholic High School in Fairhope, Alabama. <laughs> that to me, A plus hire. You might as well print the fucking banners, mint the rings right now. He is going to be pumping out five star quarterback recruits like nobody's business there. Go ahead, Scott, Mike, argue with me on that one. Talk me down because that's A plus across the board easily. <laughs> I just love that he's like Philip Rivers can now focus on his family. That's what I'm excited about. Like him. No, 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 no. He's not focusing on his family. He's focused on his football. No, it's because his family makes up the entire starting eleven on that team. <laughs> like, I, was say, I was like, he's got to watch his. He was trying to get to his jersey number seventeen, but he finished just a little short. So he'll just have to settle for Alex Smith eleven. Well, you, you can't. You can't have kids when you're not in the NFL. I mean, he could, but I'm just saying, like, it would have been a bigger deal if he walked out on the field and be like, hey, you know how many kids I got? Right here. Right on my shirt. 17, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, him and him and the chick from John and Kate plus eight. That's essentially what Philip like, Rivers I've is. had all the kids twice. <laughs> oh, no, he, he he actually ain't done shit. I love that. I love that he's got a high school job lined up though. Like he just announced today that he was retiring, and he's already got a high school job lined up. Yeah, 
He's been head coach and waiting there for, uh, I want to say, 18 months, based He's on my research. Head coach and waiting. <laughs> At a high school in Alabama. And that is Uh-oh. why Big Ten, it's no matter it's in how Alabama? many cold weather games you play, it don't fucking matter because the South will still always beat you. Wait a second. I, it's two in years, Alabama? He'll be on, he'll be on next day saving staff. Yep. Fair hope, fair hope, Alabama. Yep. Scott, you're 100% right. That's what I was just yep. thinking. Two, it, two years. All right, so let me just. He'll be, he'll be the quarterbacks coach on Nick Saban's staff. Yep. In two and then years. and then what'll happen is whoever the offensive coordinator at the time is will take a job and he will jump into the offensive coordinator duty yep. during the national championship game. He'll call a hell of a game. He'll be the OC the next year, and then boom, uh, wherever he went to college, he will then be the next head coach. NC State, but is no, that where he, he went? Philip Philip Rivers went to NC State for real. Yeah, where have you been? That's magical time, man. God, that was you don't remember so back long then? Ago, I don't know. It was. Dude, are you that was back when I followed the draft so deep, like for no reason. Yeah. But anyway, no, no, because at that at that point they'll be like, "Hold on a second, Nick Saban staff NFL name? Come on in in the NFL. You white enough? Let's go." That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, gonna skip past the NC State thing. I was gonna say, speaking of white enough, let's go ahead and and continue on this theme here and. We all agreed that was an amazing hire. And so I just want to know if you guys also agree with my same take on another recent hire. Um, as again, uh, Mike, you had the story earlier today about the way that the NCAA is going to be running March Madness. And so, as a part of that, it actually came out that Tim Donahue is going to be running his prison's March Madness pool. <laughs> what do you think of that as far as a coaching hire, or not coaching hire, but a hire specifically? Because to me, I think that's a B plus. I think it's a way for him to get involved in the community, rehab himself, but also you know share his knowledge of the game with others. What What are your thoughts on Tim Donahue running a, a March Madness pool? In prison. Look, look, man. If he can't fix it, then does he really want any part of it? Like this is—he's not going to be happy about this because he can't do anything to rig it. That's the problem. He, he may not be fixing games, but he can fix some pool draws. Well, that's also, a good Mike, point. What are you, what are you doing point. over I'm there? I'm about bud? to bong. We're not hitting 100 comments. Uh, I don't feel like waiting, so I'm just going to bong now. <laughs> I figure, why not? <laughs> Who gives a shit? I respect Wednesday. that. I was just like, damn it, I'm I'm late. Hashtag Wednesday. Hashtag Wednesday. So Scott, that's that's a great hire, right? That's a solid hire. Sure. I mean, I, I'm just assuming that if you have any anger issues at this prison, that you'll go to OJ Simpson for anger management. He teaches those classes on Tuesday, right? <laughs> like if Tim Dada he so, is yes. running the March Madness pool, then OJ Simpson's definitely ang- handling anger management. <laughs> Uh, Drew, you're getting world. you're getting some love. Uh, Biscuit just came back on the stream, and he uh, he noticed your hat. Yes, Biscuit, that is Absolutely. a Montgomery Biscuits hat. Hashtag respect. Thank you, mom and dad. Appreciate that. We talked about them on the show, and then the next that's week, why he'd be so devastated if they died, y'all. Exactly, but more <laughs> after shitting on them earlier about his Christmas gifts, he's bringing them back. No, see, no, I wasn't shitting on them. I was just saying I pulled one over because I was making homemade gifts until you know a week or two ago. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was playing the. I was playing a smart. Is game that another here. macaroni rainbow? It's getting a little old, Drew. But we'll put your twenty-eight up on the fridge. But it's a thought that counts, right? Hell <laughs> yeah! So honestly, that actually dovetails really nicely into our next hire here. And, and Scott, honestly, I think you're probably the perfect person to react to this one because have you heard recently that Gritty got hired as a marriage counselor at a, a, a clinic in Philly? No, but I mean, I. I feel like I would go to that. 
I feel like that's a great hire. I think that absolutely makes sense because Gritty is a polarizing figure. Either, either you love him or you hate him. No, and you go either you love him room. or you love him a lot. Like that's either you love him or you you're wrong. Gritty. That's what this whole thing <laughs> is, right? Like it's it's Gritty. The couple sits down and Gritty's like, "Do you love me?" And then the husband's like, "Hell yeah!" And the wife's like, "No." And the Gritty's like, "He's right about everything. Listen to him." And then the, they're done. That's the exactly cheapest, cheapest it marriage counselor s- ever. It works on so many levels. It it brings couples together in in their feelings about him. Uh, if they don't, as you highlighted, it keeps shit real tight, right? Instead of three sessions a week for four weeks, sessions. that motherfucker knocks it out in fifteen minutes. He's like, "Nope, you're not right for each other. Get on out of here." I ain't going to no sessions. Sessions? <laughs> you got coffees at this session? Uh, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> Why would you not have cookies at the session? How else do you open get, up to each let other? Let me get in on this session. What do you guys? <laughs> we should all talk about on your sessions. Did I really draw that shit out that bad? Damn. Yeah, you did. You said sessions. It was uh, like it definitely had an A in it. it yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff Sa- Jeff Sessions is what well, I believe yeah. you called him. <laughs> Sometimes we talk in tongues, but you know. Uh, not needed when Gritty's your Drew, Drew uh, you're going to make the job real fun for Cam uh, this week. On, uh, yeah, because y'all ain't helped me out at all. You know? like, <laughs> just lie, figure something out. Like, there are segments that you guys come up with that suck, but I find a way to fill air. I mean, no, Jesus no, 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 Christ. Hold on a second. I didn't even whoa, think that the segment whoa, sucked. Whoa. I thought the segment was fantastic. You're the oh. one who called this session into order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't know yeah. why you think like you think this is going poorly, Drew. You know, I, know, I, think, actually, been, I thought this was. No, good. I think this has been terrible, but yeah, apparently that, that that works. I think this no, has been a solid I really, segment. I actually really did. I like really, this. I I've been a fan of this segment. Like I know I probably went too serious with my takes early on in this segment, but I think we. Oh, been, that was that was the point though, and I appreciate. Yeah, that. no, I, I don't yeah. think just because you misspoke, man, doesn't mean you have to be so upset with us. Like the set, the no, you're gonna get mad at us because you can't talk. How look, does that work? this whole well, that's fine. That's fine. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> more about if it's not working then i'm like fuck guys just tell me we'll no, pull the ripcord no no, no no i actually i actually really like that i can't Drew. believe there were so many coaching changes to talk about this week. we didn't we didn't even talk about old heart attack down there in jacksonville yeah we've got there's still so many that we, <laughs> there are so we'll many get to it this has been a in all seriousness drew this has been a really good segment so thank you <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was drawing it out i didn't know where he's going with it but i knew he'd get there it was worth the wait yep so speaking of worth the wait, I will tell you what, man, there is honestly no better, no better person to really talk about what's worth the wait other than um, Mike is like choking to death. He's laughing so hard at himself. Yeah, this is going to this is, this is hit home real hard. I, I but just, I've, all the booze is kind of caught up to me at this point and I'm feeling yeah. pretty good. And that one, I like that one. I, it was, I no, that was really good. good. I telegraphed good, yeah. the shit out of it, but man, did I like you, that you one. You did. I was like, when is he going to get to where he's going and then you mixed it up so i was like yeah i like that one a segment we'll find it out pretty good segment we'll get there (laughs) speaking of getting there one (laughs) one other hire that i honestly it's it's tough to judge because on uh, on a grading scale it's incomplete you know what i mean where like you didn't fail but you didn't pass it's still incomplete grading needs to be finished off uh casey anthony is an overnight babysitter (laughs) (laughs) jesus 
first of all, is overnight babysitting a thing? Like, what? Yeah, 24-7 daycares are a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, 24-7 daycares, but not like an overnight babysitter. Like, hey, yeah, you just come I, over and stay at my house while I am Well, no, I'm there. over as like a daycare worker. So I guess 24-7 <sighs> overnight daycare worker. But I felt weird. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think they're keeping the kids past 5 o'clock there. No, they're like, right. That would be illegal. Overnight daycare is kind of counterintuitive, right? Because it's not day, it's night. But like overnight yeah, daycare that, worker. That was like, the problem with it. Not just some stranger for all intents and purposes just staying with your kid overnight in a facility. There's nothing. But also, the part that you take issue with is calling it daycare when they're there at night. Okay? I mean, who's, yeah. who's leaving their kids just with random people all night long? Like, yeah, all like, night. Look. You're like, you know what? I just need it a night I off. need to get uh, we're getting a hotel it's gonna get crazy can we go to care.com oh, no, and get somebody to crash here wrong. no it's it's those Amazon fulfillment center workers who are being worked to the bone and have no time to take a pee or a poop or anything and they're just putting them in packages and sending them out like you think they got time to deal with their kids overnight <laughs> wow yeah I know it got weird <laughs> As long as as long as you know. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so Casey Anthony as a uh, child care worker for an extended yeah. period of time. I, I would say child care worker of any type. Daycare, overnight care, two hour care. Yeah, I'm, I'm that bad hire. Bad yeah. hire. Um, is it though? I guess it depends on your. Uh, That's why I said incomplete. You really don't know to this day. Like, it I depends mean, on your business model. Look, no, it just depends on how much you really love your kids because like, well, no 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 but, I mean, from the business though i'm sitting there thinking are you trying to have repeat customers or is it a one and done thing mm, that's then a good if point. your business yeah, model yeah. is is one and done then i mean you don't care you just want volume this uh this is a very weird conversation fellas this is <laughs> this is going Wait, off what are we talking rails. about are I we talking about big 10 football I god don't worry god i'll bring this back it's uh, a train wreck we we touched on it a little bit earlier about Brett Bielema's gut, and uh, I'm not going to. You touched on the, Brett Bielema's gut. No, I did. I touched on his gut. I, I would, would you wait? Hang on. Would you guys touch on Brett Bielema's gut? Like, if you had the chance, would you would you rub Brett Bielema's belly? No, no I would smack the shit out of that thing. I would just go kapow and just watch it jiggle. Would you? T- I mean, I I'd, I'd probably like if it was there. If I was like there and Brett Bielema was standing there, I'd I'd try. I'd probably just like give him a little. Hey, <laughs> hey. What's up? And I grab his belt. Bill's wearing like, a little, just a little quick little. Boop. Hey, yeah. Now, do no, you guys, guys wouldn't do that. that? Ha- just me. I would just. Do I'd you- be the only one that did that. Yep. Do you know how Brett Bielema <laughs> got that gut? Uh, eating it. Yes, eating, and it was because Andy Reid was the grill chef at McDonald's nearby his house. That to me is that's an a bad a plus hire. hire. That's a bad hire. Nope, that's a bad hire. How's that a bad hire? I don't you're want Andy make, Green gonna, cooking my food. Then I don't know if it's going to make it to my mouth. I was going to say, you're going to lose a lot of inventory that nah, way. See, you're going to lose a lot of inventory having him on the line because it's going to be like, oop, this one fell on the floor. I'll get rid of it for you. And then it's gone. Andy Reid, bad grill line worker? Chef? Operator? Chef? Real chef? Is it a chef? chef? If you're working at like McDonald's, is it a chef? Are you a chef? Technically, no, I, think I think your job no. description is no, 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 no. The chefs are the ones that like at headquarters, like corporate, like make up what 
the you know uh, the they're assholes the ones that, that make it kills me too though is when they wear those white chef jackets and hats and shit like they're real fucking cooks and they know what they're doing in the kitchen it's like nah bitch you just like slang and slop to the people dude those are like, some of, of those but those are some of my favorite taco bell commercials when they're like hey oh i didn't no 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 no, no. don't you but, dare no no, no but I, ju- I just love i love that like taco bell has the commercials where it's like the people in the white coats and they're like we're in the taco bell kitchen and we're coming up with the latest <laughs> thing and then you go into taco bell kind of expecting that same feeling and then it's just some guy that's like what do you want and it's like ah can i have the thing that i saw in the commercial and he's like whatever and he puts it in a microwave and then hands it to you and it's like this makes me feel bad to eat but i'm gonna eat it anyways because i literally see no problem with this situation i love taco bell <laughs> to the day that i die my life goal is to have a taco bell in my house <laughs> I mean, but it's yeah, good to see, have Bis- goals. No, Biscuit gets it, though. A fat cook is a great hire because that's gonna he's going to take care of the quality of the food. And I'll be honest, man, even Andy Reid, at most in his shift, he's eating 10 patties. At wow, most that's a during lot of his lost shift. inventory. At uh, that's most? what I'm saying. Okay, but Scott, like, what are we talking about? $2 to McDonald's? It's $2, two fifty. That's a good point. Like, it's really think not about that all much the customers cost-wise. he'll be bringing in because he's going to put so much care in those double quarter pounders with cheese. Man, it's a good point. Oh, you make a good point. point. You make a good point. That's a that's a valid point. I always want a fat chef to eat my food. Dicks out for Mexican pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for real though. Dicks out indeed. I'll put all the dicks out for Mexican pizza. <laughs> what was your that final number? That did we ever talk about that, Scott? What was your final number? Did we talk about it on the show? Think, My final yeah, number no, was I think 10. you came up 10? short because they ran out earlier or something. You hit the under? Yeah, no, no, no. I would have hit the the magical 12 and would have broke even with that. But the last time I went was a week. Well, it was about five days before they were supposedly stopped selling it on November 8th. And they were already done. Like, I, I pulled up in the drive-thru and the thing, they had a little sticker and it said sold out. It, yeah. I'm like, Damn. sold out? There's no way. It's got another five days but that was it because i never made it back to taco bell which still pisses me off because scott honestly what is it in the mexican pizza that they wouldn't have in stock besides the 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 hard taco just the flat hard taco in the circle you know what i mean yeah the tortilla the that's fried the tortilla only shell. piece that they don't stock anymore that they they would need to be maybe able to make that's you that what they mexican were out pizza. of maybe that was the i mean they claimed that it was because the uh environment and it was like the packaging for the mexican pizzas was whatever so much fuck much it cardboard. this cardboard the environment COVID did it obama did it no i mean I'm, Wait, i was gonna say we can add them to this is some bullshit because it was literally yeah we don't sell enough of these we're, we're gonna discontinue it that was the end of story they said the environment <laughs> yeah no taco bell legit went on record warming they fixed their faces to come out and say we are going to stop selling this because we are worried about the environment and the packaging that it takes for each individual mexican pizza is too much so we're discontinuing it and i was like wow that sounds like a whole lot of bullshit you literally looked at a spreadsheet and were like these aren't selling enough we're done with it man this okay. is some bullshit because <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know what you know what they're doing, Scott, is they're fixing to make the Mexican pizza the next nacho fries. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, but they at least bring back the na- – oh, that's what you Which, mean. They're going to special the exactly, special occasion. They're going to them around. And you know what, though? If a company is going to put so much effort into their commercials for their product as Taco Bell does for the – Taco Bell does go all out, Go man. fucking for it, man. No, for they all have of the their girl. limited time offering, they, they have, pull out all wait, the stuff. They have, they have the dude from uh, Stranger Things and the, yep. the girl from Modern Family starring in a Taco Bell commercial. Do you know how uh, long – I believe she's a co-ed, Mike. Uh, do, do you 
you know how long it took me to realize that was a commercial? Like, I thought I was watching a movie trailer, no, and then I was like, fair, dude. what that's the super fuck? Fair. I was like, this lady, this girl fell all the way down to a Taco Bell commercial, and this guy... No, she, no that wasn't a fall down. That was a that was another plateau in her career. That is going to ascend both so, of them. So it's like Stranger Things, uh, Modern Family, Taco Bell commercial up here, right? That's no, you're, you're mischaracterizing it. It is a... Over 100 episode franchise and syndicated TV show on multiple platforms, then Taco Bell commercial. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly the same levels I just did, but right, I also included the guy. Because I did the same said, thing. You just said Stranger Things and Stranger Modern Things, Family. which is one of the most recognizable Netflix shows out there. Uh, and then Modern right, Family, but the show which is mark also is, is huge. I mean, Modern Family, but you don't even have to say 100 shows. You just have to say Modern Family. People are like, oh, the show that's on all the time on every channel I turn it's to on basic cable. On like 40 yeah, like, I mean, that's fine. Modern I'm just trying to level up the intelligence here of our fan base by giving him the nuggets of what really makes it as a TV star. Well, then why don't you host another segment where you educate our viewers and you get it right then, Drew? I will. I'll post it on my Twitter tonight, but like no one's going to tune in because they don't want to be educated. Drew, do you have any other ones? Because we gotta we gotta wrap up the show here. I just we'll wrap this one up right here, right quick. Sessions with Drew and oh man. Which Drew's Night Sessions. <laughs> I think that's the name of his scent. Sessions by Drew. Sessions by Drew. And it's going to have some of those that really dumb fucking commercial where like they say no words. There's people on a beach. Well, yeah, they got to pronounce a word because they got to mispronounce like, session. They just got to whisper. No, just sessions. at the back end, though. Just like at the last half second of the commercial. Sessions. <laughs> it'll be like someone... a mentos commercial only drew selling cologne cold <laughs> sessions god i love the drew will be like oh <laughs> mentos commercials were so fucking they stupid. were my they favorite were, they they were could so have been the worst long. moment of my life but you they were the, the car insurance commercials before geico progressive <laughs> all of it took it <laughs> on that head. dude when that dude sat on the bench and was like, oh, no, I got paint on my suit, and then yes. rolled on the bench and was like, pinstripes, hell yeah, and then showed the Mentos. Oh, my God. I, I was like, that's a legit nice suit. Classic. My favorite my favorite part about that commercial was Mike Kaiser's reaction to the commercial one night when we were sitting there as kids when he was like, I just get so mad at this commercial because – who has a suit with pinstripes that wide? I was like, that's the problem you had with this commercial? Like, he was legit No, upset. I respect that take. I and respect I could, that take. Like, I could not stop laughing that that was what made him so upset about it was the width of the pinstripes. That's 100% right, though. I never I was got pinstripes so mad. I just want the Ain't Yankees to wear jerseys that. like that. Like, I want them to, to just, like, just roll, wide. roll on a park bench and then be like, all right, get on out there. Go go do your thing, Aaron Judge. And he's like, all right, cool. Uh, all right, Drew, okay, one, one last one, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up the show. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with the higher, and then I'm going to explain exactly how this goes down, and then I'm going to go ahead and toss you guys for comments. Urban Meyer for Lipitor. <laughs> and it's going to be a situation where just like all drug commercials, you have that like really trustworthy, like friendly person trying to draw you in and tell you their story, and it's going to be... Or you no. have Urban Meyer. 
well, it will be Urban Meyer doing his best to play that role, and he'll oh. do it in Utah. And he'll be walking around the football field and go, you know, something that's always been a tough part of my life is managing my cholesterol. And then it'll flash forward to him at Florida and goes, it's really been tough and something that's been impacting me in my life. And it's been a consistent thing throughout my entire career. Then flash forward to Ohio State and goes, but I realized that there's something I could do about it to make sure that I'm able to manage not only my cholesterol, but also my relationships with my family and work at the same time. And then flash forward to him at the Fox Sports desk or wherever the hell he was, because who fucking cares? He was an analyst and he goes, and I realized when I had my daily dose of just 25 milligrams, it really helped. And I felt better than I ever did before than flash forward to Jacksonville until I took this fucking job. <laughs> Was that your pitch to work at Lipitor? Like, you really workshopped that shit out. Like, he had lines and everything. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, I made this up like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I mentioned Urban Meyer and his heart attack or whatever. But... Like, that was really detailed. That was very detailed. I was like, it feels like you spend an afternoon thinking about this. Drew. Well, topic, maybe. Drew, tell the people about more labs. <laughs> oh my god i love more labs i wanted to call them out earlier because when mike was like well i hate being hung over at work the next day and i was like well then your dumbass clearly didn't take your more labs because set you up yes sir work. um more labs is is a product that i cannot speak higher of and honestly i'll continue to praise its glory until i find the read here in the dock somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this, though. If you drink just one bottle of morning recovery while you're partnering, partnering, <laughs> I dude, right? Like, can you let one of them fucking go? It's a sponsor's read. Apparently, those are important. Jesus. This is an important session. <laughs> Last call is brought to you by More Labs. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partnering and bounce back quickly the next Shout morning. Out. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non-subscription purchase. SPORTS. Fuck you. I know. Well, while you're pairing. <laughs> yeah. You got to dodge those blows. You got to make sure you pair your attacks with morning recovery. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. That booze comes after you, and you got if you don't have a strong defense, then it doesn't matter what your offense can do. Oh, you should probably just go in the Big Ten and play in cold weather. That's <laughs> right. Uh, what were you drinking tonight? And we were rating our beers tonight on the dick pick scale. Uh, just pick a dick and tell us where your beer rated. Pick a dick. I love a good dick. Um, <laughs> honestly, this to me was Dick Tracy. It 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 was okay. It was something I had heard about from friends who had had it before and they thought it was good. I finally read it and wasn't really that enticed. So yeah, this this blinded science was a Dick Tracy to me. Dick Tracy, that's a good dick though. That's a solid, that's a great dick. dick. Yeah, uh, it's a Much really dick. good, really good dick. Uh, Scott, what were you drinking tonight? And pick a dick and tell us how your beer stacks up. I was drinking Money by Oceanside Brewing Company in the uh, NY. Uh, I'm gonna go with. This is a tricky dick. Yes, this is a tricky dick Nixon on the the dick scale. Uh, I enjoyed the shit out of this beer, uh, but uh, all good things must come to an end, even if they come early. So, uh, yeah, I spilled half of this on the floor and on my laptop, so that's why I'm going to have to go with the tricky dick. A little slippery on the hole. That's tough. 
Yes. <laughs> that's, that's solid. Uh, I was drinking oatmeal milk stout from Finkel and Garf Brewing Company. And if I had to pick a dick, I started off at Dick Butt Kiss, which is a solid dick to start with. I am, dick. I'm going to upgrade, though. I'm going to upgrade Dick Butt Kiss, and I'm going to go Dick Trickle. That yes! is Dick Trickle. That is the dick. Like I know Dick Van Dyke was the top of the scale that we had talked about, but Dick Trickle, way better dick than Dick Cream Van of Dyke. the dick crop. It's, yeah, it is the premier dick if we're talking dicks. Uh, dick Trickle, hands up. This beer was so good, man. It was so Is it because you like the way that it trickled down your throat, this dick? Uh, whoa! I mean, whoa, whoa. you know, this it was... The family yeah, show listen. Still, Drew. Drew, stick to sports here, okay? Stick to My sports. Bad. I'm just, bad. you know... man's name. Show some respect. Dick Trickle. I mean, some, he did win several NASCAR races yes, back in the Dick day. Dick Trickle was a, a, a very well-known NASCAR driver and uh, a hero in our time, frankly. And uh, this is this beer. And probably racist. So great, Mike. Thanks for attaching our names to him. Well, he said NASCAR driver, and unless it was Bubba Wallace, yeah, you just assumed that. So. That's a good point. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Thanks for that, Drew. Appreciate that one. This has been Last Call, <laughs> brought to you by Morning Recovery. Go to morelive.com. Drew, tell us about Morning Recovery again. <laughs> Dude, it's solid. It's getting alive during the pandemic more than these vaccines have. I'll tell you that much. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off at morelabs.com. Sell out. Fellas. And it's a code, a code, C-O-D-E, code. Not a chord. Uh, not, not a chord. Not, not a, chord. a chord on your guitar. Uh, you might need to clear out your sash in history before you go to that uh, and then try the co- chord again. And we'll see. I mean, you know, there's, look, I don't know computers, but that's that's a thing that that's a, that's in computer talk. Guys, this was a show. This was, <laughs> yeah, it was something. <laughs> I can't wait to see we how quickly Belly Up ripped, up, ripped us off their well, YouTube channel. here's the problem. Probably about uh, two minutes. Then. Yeah, listen, here's the problem. It yeah. didn't go out to Twitter at all for some reason. Uh, the, the streaming God platform didn't it. send us to our Twitter. It didn't send us to Belly Up's Twitter. So That's cool. I'm going to figure this out, and we'll get it straightened out for next week. Uh, but I do want to say thank you to all of you that tuned in and helped us out uh, here on Facebook because it seems like that's the only place that it was streaming to. So thank you all. Twitter comments early, though, I thought. No. No, we didn't. There was nothing from Twitter. Uh, it, it was all <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I love Drew's enthusiasm trying to hold that up, but we had no, we didn't. God didn't damn. didn't happen. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We got a lot of fun things planned for the show. We're gonna bring on some of our friends at Belly Up Sports uh in the coming weeks here. The Slapshot Sweethearts. Uh, Sweethearts. Also, the fellows Even from the Brooms and Flyer fans will still talk to them. Also, the the dudes from the Corner Booth podcast, we're going to bring them on. Uh, go search out Belly Up Sports. Go to bellyupsports.com. There are new podcasts getting. There's like 30 podcasts on the network now. It's unreal. They can oh, yeah. continue to expand. We They're doing trend. amazing we things. Uh, it's it's awesome. Go support all of those podcasts. Sub- subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts, especially to ours. It helps us out more than you guys know. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. Same on Instagram. We are like 170 away from giving away a Kong beer bong. So if you want to tell everybody that you know to follow us, it'll help us out immensely at CraftBSports. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you Wait, all next Mike, week. Mike, before yes. we sign off, yes. what if I, I don't have time or a situation where I can listen to audio, but I do have time to read something? Does Belly Up have something for me? Yeah. No. Nope. Go to everybody. bellyupsupports.com. I God said damn. that. I said Belly <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to dive into it as much as we did with the other shows. The writers, they work hard. They deserve credit in the pitch. Fuck. <laughs> they do. You're right. But if you go to bellyupsupports.com. If you go to... <laughs> 
This is Drew trying, everybody. That was Drew actually trying. Yep. If you enjoyed this session, tune in next week for our session. I love you, Drew. I love you. It so won't much. be any better. We, we will see you guys next week. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out. Okay, bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com.